stop now. Whoa. Keep your hands up, get them in the sky for the homies that ain't making it and my folks locked down. Whoa. I never went nowhere, but they saying loot is back. Yeah. Blame it on that conjure, the hood call it loot a yak. Hey. And I'm on this foolish track, so I spit my foolish flow. Whoa. My hands go up and down, down. like strippers' booties go. Whoa. My verses still be serving, yeah. tight like a million virgins. Yeah. Last time on a college remix, now I'm on the original version. Yeah. Can't never count me out, y'all better count me in. Got 20 bank accounts, accountants count me in.
VIP. Let's kick it. Continue to A1A. Girls were hot, wearing less than bikinis. Rock men love us, driving Lamborghinis. Jealous, cause I'm out getting mine. Shade with the gauge and vanilla with the nine. Ready for the chumps on the wall. The chumps acting ill because they're full of eight ball. Gunshots ranged out like a bell. I grabbed my nine, all I heard was shells. Falling on the concrete real fast. Jumped in my car, slammed on the gas. Bumper to bumper, the avenue's packed. I'm trying to get away before the jack is jacked. Police on the scene, you know what I mean? They pass me up, could run it all the dope fiends. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it.
It's fun Friday. Friday. Yes. Friday. Yes. Friday. Yes. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. I've smoked dope, chewed rope, dirty dance, French romance, fucked, farted, fought, shot the moon, drove big trucks, been to Maine, Spain, Spokane, Fort Wayne on cocaine, been around the world twice, seen two world fair, and even seen goats fuck at the marketplace, but I ain't never seen no shit like the shit that goes on around this fucking Amen place. Amen to that, my brother. Hello and welcome. To a fun Friday edition of the Arnie State Show. Hopefully you are having a good Friday morning so far. The uh, it, Nice outside, no rain it looks like today. All right, fantastic. I, I don't leave the house much. There, there, there's not a lot of reason to leave the house. I mean, the world is just falling apart left and right. Nothing really big happening right now. I mean, we got a lot of stories today. And a lot of observations and a lot of bullshit to cover. So we're, we're, we're just going to get into it today, shall we? Shall, shall we just get into it today? Before we get into it, by the way, T-shirt time today. Uh, we, we, I got to do it even though I spilled on it. God damn it. And I spilled a lot on it. And I'm not very happy about it. So I had to take it off. It's T-shirt time? Yeah. All kind of T-shirt time. T-shirt time? It is 12 to It's T-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. And, and, and oh, thank God. Shut up now. On this one, I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts. Yeah, and so you can spill on it like an idiot like me, having runny eggs and letting them run all over your shirt. Fantastic. You look great. But today's shirt is a, is a dubious one. Today, I call it when the king met Elvis. That's right, Rodney Dangerfield shaking hands with Elvis captured on a T-shirt. That is a meeting right there of entertainment. Oh, I can just imagine, because I, I met Rodney once. Walked up to him, I said, Rodney, you're the king. You're, you're who I based my entire comedy after. And he goes, oh, you're a nice boy. You're a good boy, okay. And he's gone. He had two young women with him at the time, but uh, that, that, that's Rodney. So that's T-shirt today. Now, now I'm going to get some good mornings in. And uh, today on the show, um, I'm going to do my review for Christopher. Um, uh, yeah. This movie I watched the other night. Uh, Matthew McConaughey's in it. Uh, the, dude, the dude that played Lowell from Wings is in it. Emil Hirsch, that little puny actor's in it. Uh, the gal who plays uh, Roy Kent's girlfriend and Ted Lasso, she's in it, and uh, so is Gina Gershon. Did, did I say Matthew McConaughey? All right, all right, all right. The movie's called Killer Joe. And, and this is a trailer park murder mystery based in Texas. It, I will review it with Christopher. Because we've got our Academy Awards uh, to go over, and uh, he's going to hit me with some assies. So uh, it's going to be a great conversation. And I do have a special story for our dear friend Christopher as well. 
But before we get to all that, let's say some good mornings here, shall we? Uh, let's see. First one here. Well, looky there. Well, I freaking Uh, Straight Fire says, what up, ass? Working remote, so I get the full three and a half hours today. Thanks, Atmospheric Rivers. You are very welcome. I command the Atmospheric Rivers to continue so Straight Fire can hear the whole show. Uh, Battleborn in Nebraska says, happy Friday morning to the Ass Family Universe. We'll write back at you, my friends. And looky there. Wonderful. By the way, rejecting marijuana like a champ the other day uh, in their uh, voting. Uh, Arise says, good morning. It's Friday before spring break. Counting it down. Oh, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. And looky there, next one up is Hangtown Jen. She says, happy Friday, ass family. Well, happy Friday to you and... It's time for another poop word of the day. Today, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, say there's barbarians at the gate. There you go, barbarians at the gate. I like it. I like it a lot. Warbird. He says, Friday, but actually my Monday, the old Friday, Saturday go around, the two busiest days of the week. Barf. But remember, Warbird. Woo! There it is. Uh, Derek says, good morning, ass family. It's fucking Friday, so let's do this pop that coochie. T-G-I-F-F-F-F-F-F-F. Oh, my lucky stars. The one and only bratty kid is all up in the house. It's vegan because it's strawberry milk and not, like, cow milk. You know what I mean? No, I, I don't know what you mean. Who the fuck starts a conversation like that? I just sat down. I I, I, didn't, I know. I, I didn't start the conversation. You you started it. Be quiet! Shut up! Okay, all right. Well, have a great day. Uh, Stackar says, good morning, ass family. Slept an hour last night. Caffeine withdrawal is real. Fourth day, no soda, coffee, or energy drink. What are you, are you trying to get right with Ganesh? Uh, I mean, Stackar, you've given up everything. Uh, kudos to you. I mean, but giving up caffeine? Soda? Giving up soda. <laughs> Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Sorry. Diabetes be damned. Uh, good Darren says, happy Friday and good morning, ass family. Stinkfist says, no rain. Oh, well, good for you. <laughs> Uh, good morning, ass family. That's Donald. Hangtown says, uh, Hangtown Jen says, I like that one. It's right up there with dropping off the paratroopers. Yeah. Yeah, some of them are pretty good. Some are, some of them are real good. Now, there's a there's a, a big news story, and, and I got to tell you all the truth about this. I love the American media so much, so very much, because they're so slanted. Yeah, um... Everything? Did he give up pickles? Maybe not. Warbird, what went down in Silver Legacy last night? Oh, something went down at Silver Legacy. Um, they're slanted. They're, they're assholes. They're, they're liars. And they're so naive. They are so naive. The story that broke yesterday was 
Five Gulf cartel assassins who kidnapped the Tummy Tuck Four, killing two, are tied up and dumped in the streets with a note from the cartel bosses apologizing to the four South Carolina families. Uh, Stackar says, I'd die if I gave up pickles. All right, well, good. And, and, and there's a wonderful picture of these five guys sitting outside of a truck. And they're tied up. And the, the, the police, is, is the Mexican police is there. Oh, we captured them because the cartel is trying to say, hey, our bad. We didn't mean to, to, to get involved. Now, I'm going to tell you. Uh, there was a fire at Circus Circus Mattress Fire. Okay. Um, these five fellas here, the, the, these five guys are, are not the assassins. They, they aren't the assassins. And by the way, if they are actually the assassins and looking at them, I, I can't tell these guys are Sicarios. Uh, Timmy and Nicole, good morning to you. These are five fellas that that might have been in the cartel and might have fucked off in the cartel, and instead of sewing their faces on soccer balls, instead of doing that, what the hell? Shut that damn dog up. There ain't nobody at the front door. Shut up. Um, instead of uh, it's sewing their faces to soccer balls, they're going to put them in jail. And they're either going to run the jail because this is their new job in the cartels to run the Mexican jail. Or possibly these are five guys that the cartel says, uh, you know what, we don't need these motherfuckers anymore. We'll just go ahead and give them to you. These are not the five assassins. I'm just here to tell you, if you think these are the five guys that shot up the tummy tuck four, you're sadly, sadly mistaken. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? Round here, we speak American. Okay, but uh good morning, ass and AIG in honor of my asshole five-year-old son who told me I have to pay $72 to wipe his ass after he shits his pants. Japanese word of the day is Gisu Yaro. Translation asshole. Gisu Yaro. Gisu Yaro. Asshole. So these five, and, and it, it's not like the, the, wait, look, look, we're talking about the cartel here, okay? This isn't one of those 1% motorcycle clubs who I have the utmost respect for in case anybody's listening. But when one of the uh, more uh, nefarious ones does some sort of uh, toy drive or, or, or pick up and, and deliver donation, they're doing that to win over some public favor because they do a lot of bad stuff on the other side. The cartel doesn't care about that. The cartel, you, do you know what their good deed is? Letting you live. Letting you continue to breathe. Sure, you might get some softies in the cartel that throw some money and throw some money here and there and at the church. Okay, great. But they're not going to be giving up their own. Do, do you know how you get into the cartel? Uh, let, let, let me, uh, before I say hello to, to, to more people here, 
Let, let me tell you how you get in the cartel. See, what you do is you, you, you're brought in at a very, very young age, at like 12 or 13 or 14, and then they hand you a gun, and you have to kill an adult by shooting him in the back of the head. That's one of many ways that you join the cartel. And, and you, you, you pledge your oath to them, and you do all this kind of stuff. They don't just turn you out after you kill some people that they told you to kill. They're a tad bit more loyal than that. Fuck your mama. Hey, hot mama, good morning to you. She says, happy Friday. Well, happy Friday to you as well. Um, and I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo, pay me. Alicia, good morning to you. She says, happy Friday uh, morning, y'all. So getting back to this wonderful cartel story where they've turned themselves into having hearts of gold and turning in their shooters, there is talk that that somehow the Tummy Tuck 4 is connected to the cartel. I don't know if that's true or not yet. I've only read a couple things about it, so I'm not going to say that they are working in cahoots, but would that surprise anybody? Wouldn't surprise me. Now, maybe the cartel is looking to do this to kind of gain some favor because we've had a couple of people. Uh, Lindsey Graham uh, stood up in front of Congress and said he's ready to order the military to start dealing with the cartels. And I've been saying that for a while. You want to win that war? You, you want to win that? The, you want to. Mexico is done. I, I hate to say it, a country rich in history, rich in culture. I'm not trying to put down Mexican people here, but the cartels have overrun the entire country. Yes, the tummy tuckers all have long rap sheets. They, they, somebody connected one of them to somebody in maybe a cartel. They don't know because cartels don't like have, you know, rosters. Uh, who's on the Sinaloa roster this year? Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I didn't get their cards. Uh, Texas rancher Debbie Douglas spoke out Thursday about the escalating danger at the border. Uh, she has a ranch located in Brownsville. Fucking get rid of that. She said that the living conditions in her area are only getting worse, and she doesn't believe anything will improve, even if the cartel members are arrested, which they quote-unquote were. Um, she said it, the Mexican government is afraid of the cartels. If Biden doesn't do something, and this is the problem with the cartels. And I know it happened, I think it was the Laredo sheriff, and Laredo's on the other side. That, that's over by El Paso. Um, but uh, I remember a guy got elected mayor, or uh, sheriff. He was elected sheriff, and, and Nuevo Laredo over on the other side, oof. That was like the murder capital for a while of Mexico. And I believe that was a Sinanola cartel. Um, the guy got uh, elected, and he was coming home from his election party, and the cartel was waiting for him, shot him dead. Didn't even get to serve in office because he said he was going to go after him. So they're over here. They, they cross back and forth all the time. There is only one thing that could stand up to the cartels, and that is the United States military, even though... One of the cartels, the uh, Zetas, I believe that, 
That's a military term because they were trained by our military. That's right. They were trained by our military, uh, part of the Mexican military. We trained them, and they said, hey, wait a second. Why don't we use our training to take over these other cartels, and we can become the strongest? And, well, wouldn't you know, lo and behold, that happened. Isn't it peculiar? But this gal who lives across from the the border who has a ranch there is saying it's getting worse. Yes, we know it's getting worse. Yes, hello. Okay, I'm actually working, so I can't type. Right, Um, right. I saw this, like, TikTok thing today, Mm -hmm. and it's saying that this lady claims to know the family, and the fifth person is another female, and she's taken this trip several times, and they always cross at the Laredo, does that sound right, border? And for some reason, this is the only time they cross at that border. Okay. There's something sketchy going on. Okay. All right. Well, I'll look into it. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, because this is a different border than this is the Brownsville border. This is the southern utmost border uh, right there by Matamoros. Laredo is over there by New Mexico. Buenos dias, Ogre, mi amigo. But to think anything short of the United States military will do anything to, I don't know, thwart the, the fine people there in Matamoros. I mean, I'm looking at an overhead like the, 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 uh, the, whatchamacallit? Oh, crap. Google Earth. I'm, uh, oh, I'm right there at the border just to see where all the shops and all the bars and all this shit are right when you get across that border, boy. It is time to go. Um, all right, but yeah, so so we know that this whole thing is, it's sketchy at best. Sketchy at best. We'll say that. Now, speaking of sketchy, and he's not even sketchy, he's crooked as a question mark, we got to talk about our president, because he did it again. He did it again. Oh, boy. See if you can catch this gigantic lie Joe Biden said while giving his terrible new budget speech, which we'll talk about here in just a second. And so, folks, look, MAGA Republicans are calling for defunding the police department. What? What? Did, did he just change history? Let's try that one more time, Joe. Maybe stammer a little less. MAGA Republicans are calling for defunding the police department. Can anyone tell me one Republican that has stood up and said, I want to defund the police departments? Anybody. I will wait happily. The MAGA Republicans want to defund the police departments. Uh, let's continue the live fest, 2023. MAGA Republicans are calling for defunding the police department and defunding the FBI now. That's a good one. I like that one. Well, guess what? They refuse to provide funding that's going to keep communities safe and secure. You talked about, health, about crime. Well, it's outright my budget invests in public safety. It includes funding for more training, more support for law enforcement, at a time when they're expected to pay, play many roles. We expect our cops to be social workers, 
We accept them to be psychologists, mental health counselors. You know, more cops are killed responding to domestic violence calls than anything mm -hmm. else. You know that? Yes, well, yes, we all know that. I don't want to defund them. They need more help. We don't expect the cops to be a, everything from. Now, of course, people all over Twitter jumped on this. And it, it, it seems like Twitter is becoming the new news source for America. And you get everybody's slanted view on it, but at least you get the story and it's not edited and it's not chopped up to where he doesn't sound. He said MAGA Republicans want to defund the police. This has been a Democratic idea since it started after George Floyd. No one, no one on that side of the aisle has ever said, now, if you want to defund the FBI, we can talk about that. That ain't law enforcement. That's the, that, that's the brown shirts of the Democratic Party. Triple T said, said no Republican ever. Derek says, well, he's just a goddamn liar. Ogre, uh, his speechwriter is well-known liar and changer of history. Ben Shapiro had a great video ripping into him for lying 40 times in 40 seconds on a TV interview. Are you surprised Biden lies so much? Um, no, 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 no. Ogre, th no, no, no. What I'm surprised about is the enormity of this lie. What I'm and, and and I'm not surprised that he's going to try to say it. What I'm what I'm surprised at is th not the the total evisceration of this man by the media. It was the Democratic side, people like AOC, people like uh, Ehar Omar. She wanted to defund the police. Maxine Waters. Nancy fucking goddamn Pelosi. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. But to lie this big. Because we, what have we been fighting for since George Floyd? What have we talked about in all these Democratic-run cities? Hey, Joe, can you explain that to me? The top 10 cities where, where violence has peaked in the last year and a half are all run by Democrats and all have defunded the police. How can you say the mega Republicans wanted you to defund the police? How did somebody in that crowd not go, bullshit? How did a bullshit chant not start there? They don't want to defund the FBI. They want it to end because it's corrupt as fuck. Amen. And when you say Joe did it again, you got to be specific. Lying, saying something racist, falling upwards, getting lost on stage, mumbling incoherently, dancing on strings, getting cops and soldiers killed. Fair. Ogre, fair. Pre I, I, see, I can take critiques on the show, and that one right there, perfect. That's fair. When I say Joe did it again, that, that is fair because it, it, it's like it, it's like the 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 wheel of chance, and it's spinning. When I say Joe did it again, what he do? Well, let's see. What did Joe do today? Let's see. Joe said.
more than half the women in my cabinet, more than more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half of the women in, the, in my administration are women. Wow. Did you know George Floyd was an environmentalist? He fought for air. Well, we're going to be telling that one on the old TikTok rooney Got to take a picture of that. I did tell the joke today, and V. Coop sent this to me, but I gladly told it. I'm waiting for the response. Get out of here, dog. Um, when did Black Friday sales begin? 1619. That's what's so funny about the whole flap about Fox News lying or misleading. Well, no shoot, Fox lied. They do that. The left is so focused on that to deflect just how much they lie themselves. God bless Russell Brand for tearing MSNBC guy a new one on Bill Maher's show. I tell you what, man, it, it's so funny to see people like Bill Maher and, and Russell Brand, and they can have conversations with people. And it seems like the only people that are challenging them or, or arguing with them are Democrats now. I, I watched Kid Rock interview, uh, or not Kid Rock, Kid Rock get interviewed by Bill Maher. And you want to talk about two guys who are on polar opposites when it comes to politics. And they had a lovely interview. They didn't agree on a lot, they did, it, but it didn't matter because they were having a conversation. And it's what we used to do in this country. And it used to be okay to disagree with people. But now you get these celebrities that go on that show with him, the not even his real-time show, but his like new one, his podcast-type show. And why the fuck does he need a podcast? Uh, but that, that's just a, a mean side of me. But he has... People like Brian Cranston come on, and they get into to, to arguments about, with him. And it's like, wait a second. You guys were on the same page forever. Um, half the women in my administration are women. In this day of trans people, that's probably an accurate statement. Cowboys Girls laughing. Christopher says, I just got that joke. We're going to hell for that one. Oh, that one is a doozy. That one is a doozy. When I read that one the other day, I, 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 I died. I was like, yeah, that one. I, I, and I paused because I've had it for a couple days, and I paused on it. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And then I was like, ah, fuck it. Let's just do it. They're going to cancel TikTok anyway any one of these days. I might as well fucking go out with a bang. And they got a new one called Rugged or something. I, I don't know. It, it, there's a new supposed to be free speech one on, but we'll see. So, yeah, Biden says that Republicans want to defund the police, which has to be the stupidest thing the man has ever said. And, and, and I mean. I will tell you this. The president is the best communicator that we have in the White no, House. No, you know, he's not because he says stuff like. You know, I'm not. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. And by the way, my sympathies to your the family of your, F, uh, uh, your, your CFO who uh, dropped dead very unexpectedly. My best of their family is tough stuff. Tough stuff. Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust. Yeah. Horror of the ho Holocaust. There we go. And this guy who, full capacity right here. So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you, that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. What the fuck was that? Oh, that, that, that's our leader. 
That's our that that that's commander in chief. I mean, seriously, if if I were to know that and I was flying to this country, I'd be I'd be praying for this. Sorry, folks, park's closed. The moose out front should have told you. I mean, by the way, have y'all seen that video? That video of the, the them people getting married. They're like on a lake in I don't know Saskatchewan or fucking Saskatoon, some somewhere where it's cold. But they're getting married, and right across the lake from them, there is a bear eating a moose, or it's killing a moose. The moose is alive, and it's fighting with the bear, and the bear is just whooping its ass. And you hear all these fucking... (laughs) That would be the most kick-ass wedding to ever be at. How was the wedding? Well, let me tell you. Across the way, there was a bear taking down a moose. Fucking every cell phone camera out. <laughs> Rumble, similar to YouTube. Okay, good. Uh, he's better than mean tweets that give people yeast infections. You know... <clears throat> I love Joe Biden. I I love him because he's made my job so interesting and fun. And, yes, he's maddening. And, yes, he's the worst president of our lifetimes. I I, I understand all that. But from a pure comedy sense, and this is why I'm so mad at comedy in general, that comedy has allowed itself to become political. And I'm even talking about the good ones. I look, look you, you don't see Chappelle doesn't do a lot of political jokes. He is very political without being, you know, left, right, whatever. But man, oh man, there's so much material with this party. I mean, from the from the rooter to the tutor, as they would say when it's skewering a pig. From Joe Biden. Karine Jean-Pierre, Jill Biden, their dogs. His son is a crack addict. And, 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 and admitted on TV he smoked more Parmesan cheese than anybody else in the world. Yet comedy stays away from it. And it, it's there yelling, comedy, comedy, please come roast our family. God, this is why I'll come into work every single day. As long as Joe Biden's in office, I, you know I'm going to fucking lampoon the shit out of him. And it's not because I'm conservative. It's because he's funny. That's all. I'll, I'll lampoon the shit out of anybody. As long as they're funny. Uh, let's see, that definitely tops the wedding I attended on a beach watching a seagull try to open up a quag shell. Oh, man, that would that would be so awesome. Cocaine bear against, you know, meth moose. Who would win? Meth moose, I think, would win. That'd be kick-ass to watch. Meth moose. See, I like that better than, than what... Uh, I think Sci-Fi Network, you know, one of those networks that did all the Sharknados, they're working on, like, you know, meth alligator or something like that. You you have to keep (sighs) cocaine bear. There's not a lot of alliteration there, but and that's fine. 
because it's the original. But let's use some alliteration. How about Meth Moose? I, I like that, you know, uh, what do they go? Crystal, <laughs> Crystal Method Crawdads? I, I, I'm not sure. Crystal Meth Method. Crystal Meth Crawdads. Marijuana monkeys. Heroin hogs. <laughs> and then the hog just drops dead. Heroin hogs. Well, there's some bacon. Heroin hunter, the Biden story. Smack shark. <laughs> Racha. It's swimming around and it's got a fucking syringe in its fucking dorsal fin. <laughs> How about some peyote piranhas? They think they have legs. Speed sparrow just flies into buildings. Oh, God damn, that's funny. That is good stuff right there. People ask, what, what is your show about? Uh, well, my <laughs> fentanyl frogs, they just ribbit dead. Ribbit dead. Meth monkey and the jungle junkies. <laughs> Boy, that's a band name right there. Acid arachnid. Alky al- <laughs> <Alky> alligator. <laughs> hey. I'm going to pull back on this. Racha. Racha. Copyright. Oh, dude, we've got a whole Saturday. We could fill up Saturday morning cartoons from here until Timbuktu. Oh, that's right. I want this all in cartoon form. Okay, so so uh, one of the episodes is that they're in Miami, right? We'll, we'll use... Um, We'll use the fentanyl frogs in Miami, and 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 see the, the the entire show, and it's coming to me now. The entire show is uh, all animal based. See, because that's funny. And what we do is we spoof other cop shows that have been around. Yeah, ogre. Why? Wait, hold up a second. So, so for the, uh, the, the meth monkey and the jungle junkies, let's say that they're dealing meth all over the greater South Florida area. And what rolls up on them? Sonny Crocodile. He, he's part of Miami Vice. He's a well-dressed crocodile that's got 5 o'clock shadow. Um, now, now tubs, tubs can be, uh, what can tubs be? Tubs can be just like a little warthog going along with him. Hey, Crockett, crocodile. (laughs) Oh, I don't know where my mind is today. I have no idea. PCP penguins, crack roaches. (laughs) I can see roaches are just smoking crack. This could be the new Super Friends mega hit of the 21st century. <laughs> Crack a roach. 
<laughs> Sassy Pammy, good morning to you. The Cracker Oats, they could be based in New York. All police are swine. I mean, come on. We'll have to go for the fucking easy stereotype here. And can you imagine? And I and I don't mean this to be mean to police at all. I have the utmost respect. But that's easy. And can you imagine watching a pig ride a horse? Part of the mounted unit? I mean, that's just funny. A pig riding a horse. PC Peak Porcupine. Angel Dust Donkeys. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, all right. Enough of this. Enough. Horses on horse. Oh, man. All right. I- enough. Enough. We, we we have to get back to this terrible budget that, that the president has put out there, uh, which uh, somebody is calling a fiscal atrocity. And quote, uh, this is an economist um, who says this is a fiscal atrocity and the worst budget I've ever seen. Uh, let's see, this person uh, says, I've been in the business for 35 years, and I would have to say this is fiscal atrocity. Best-selling author and former Trump administration economic advisor Steve Moore said, it's probably the worst budget I've seen in terms of what impact would do on the economy. It would be a quote-unquote killer. Bath salt bats, biting faces of Asian people, Asian gang chasing dragons. Um, after initially missing his February deadline, Biden's expected uh, budget, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> tax reforms deal, reveal a 25% billionaire tax on households worth more than $100 million. Bye, you're going to get them to leave the country. That's great. And increase the corporate tax rate from 21 to 28%. Well, way to go, Joe. Let, let's all applaud Joe for that one. Um, do, do we have that? Yeah, there it is. There we go. You know all those manufacturing jobs that you've been bragging about, Joe? You can kiss those fuckers goodbye. They're gone. They're gone. And see, here's the genius behind this party and behind both parties is that this is the budget that he's proposing, and if he puts it in place, it'll go in place sometime next year. They won't start off with it, right? And what happens next year? Oh, he's campaigning all year. And when all these budget facts go into place and businesses leave America, they'll leave whenever the next president gets in place. This is what I talk about. This is, this is why we need to start doing what's right for America. Is because every four years now, we're going to see the same things happen. We're going to see taxes raised on businesses, and businesses go, adios, we're going to take our business to other countries where we can do it a lot cheaper. And then you're going to get come somebody to come in and go, well, we're going to tax the shit out of you for fucking doing that, so now we're going to move our business back to America and start there. We build all these factory jobs, and we take them away. Build all these factory jobs and take them away. And this is not a, a, a cycle that we can sustain. 
There's also a capital gains tax raise from 39.6% from 20% and quadrupling the corporate stock buyer back tax. So pretty much what he's doing is he's gutting anybody who makes money and wants to turn that money into, I don't know, whatever the fuck they want because it's their money. Um, there's a proposed $2 trillion in tax hikes. And yes, a lot of those go to the families that are worth more than $100 million. But let, let's think about this real fast. $100 million is a lot of money. I ain't ever going to say that ain't a lot of money. But there are a lot more people in America now that have $100 million than have ever had $100 million before. And you're taxing those people. My question is, and it's always been this way, and, and it doesn't seem to ever get an answer, is why do you punish people that are successful? They already pay more taxes than anybody else does. They, they pay, what, 48, 49% of all taxes paid in America, the richest 1%, and we're not talking about the tax hikes here. We're just talking about the people they deem, which I believe is $200,000 and above. And I've broken it down for you. Somebody who makes $200,000 a year, that's a lot of money. It's a fantastic living to make. I'm never, ever going to squawk at that. I'm not going to squawk at anything anybody makes. If you're out there working, you're doing your job, you're doing good in my eyes. But if you try to live in certain places and you only make two, and I say only make $200,000 like the Bay Area, you won't survive there. but you're taxed the same rate as somebody who made $100 million. It, it's ridiculous. He thinks he can uh, tax us out of our problems. It's, gonna, it's not going to work. High taxes are like uh, pumping the brakes on the economy, which leads to less revenue, which leads to you wanting to raise taxes again, which further slows the economy. Exactly. And it's this bullshit cycle that it seems like we're just going to go through now for a while until we can finally see eye to eye. And then people need to stop itching. Until you can start seeing eye to eye and realize that the other side has good ideas. And this goes both ways. I would like to see police departments get rid of bad cops. Now, you can say that's the liberal side of me, and that's fine. I think that's the doing right for America side of me. Because there are a lot of people, oh, leave the cops alone. Let the cops do what they... We've allowed the cops to police themselves long enough, and we still have a lot of bad cops. We still have, like, the Memphis Five. I want to see bad cops go away because I'm tired of that excuse. And that's exactly what it is. It's an excuse. There are stories every day in this country of police and people and something happens and all of a sudden the police are the police officer is the bad guy because they're involved with a citizen. It's not always true that the police is the bad guy in that situation. It's not always true at all. I would say about 90% of the time it's not true. 99% of the time. And so many people hate cops. I, I don't understand why you hate cops. I don't.
But I would say clean that up, and that would be the liberal side of me coming out saying, oh, you want to, you want to, no, I don't want to defund the police. I want to clean the police department. You root out the bad Islamic extremists, hence you root out the bad cops. Exactly. I'm a cop supporter, but I can't stand corrupt cops. No. It, 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 to me, it, it, it's a bailout. It, it's like, well, you know, well, we only got a few. No, I understand, the, I understand the outrage that people have when it comes to stories like the Memphis Five or Derek Chauvin, who obviously used his, his knee Look, we can we can all we can talk back and forth about George Floyd, but we all know that Derek Chauvin still did wrong. Two wrongs don't make a right. Two wrongs got a guy killed and a guy who's fucking fearing for his life every single day while in prison, and rightfully so. That's what two wrongs do. Let's get rid of the bad people. But I know, it's a pipe dream. I am pissing in the wind once again. This would be like saying, having Gavin Newsom use, you know, real judgment. Or this guy here, oh, man. Oh, wait. Uh, there, there's something going on right now, and I, I'm not a big um, Wall Street guy. I don't know a lot about it. I like the show Billions. That's about as close as I get. Um. Silicon Valley Bank halts trading as shares crash 64% today amid talks to sell troubled lender. Panic caused by tech industry slowdown spreads to Wall Street as Peter Thiessel's venture capital fund warns startups to pull money out of the uh, Silicon Valley Bank. Now, this is happening after a day or two. Uh, this was predicted. Um the, the headline just reads this simple. After Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell indicated the bank isn't finished raising rates, one market expert has warned a crash could come in a matter of days. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen. Like I said, I don't know a lot about the stock market, and I don't know a lot about all this stuff that goes on because, well, I didn't educate myself on it because it's not that important to me. It should be, but it's not. What I do know is that at one time, I don't know, like five, six years ago, we were at an all-time high in the stock market, and the stock market was doing great. And now people are bitching about how much money they've lost in the stock market and lost in their retirement funds and lost here and there and lost. What's the difference? Oh, that's right. That's right. The difference is simply... How could I be the president of the United States of America? Well, we're, in, we're, we're figuring that out. Each day a little bit more and a little bit more painful. All right. Now, I've got this interesting story here. I had it, I had it yesterday, but yesterday I was in a really goofy mood. Not saying I'm not in a goofy mood today. I want to know where y'all stand on this because I am I I I'm at my wits end with this, and I am being honest because I've actually thought about this story for the last couple days. There's a new bill in Delaware, and the Archdiocese of the Catholic Church is condemning this bill. 
this bill will now require priests to break the seal of confession. Delaware General Assembly is considering a bill that would require the Roman Catholic priest to break the seal of confession to report child abuse and neglect, prompting condemnation from the Diocese of Wilmington. House Bill 74, the sponsors of which include the state Senate president pro temp, could be heard before the House Judiciary Committee within weeks, according to this, blah, blah, blah. The sacrament of confession and its seal of confession is a fundamental uh, aspect of the church's sacramental theology and practice. It's non-negotiable, the diocese said in a statement. So, ask family, what I'm asking you is this. Now, this story right here is what we would call the slippery slope. Do you agree with this? That priests should be able to break the seal of the confessional to rat out what is now a child molester. Now, we can all hate child molesters. We, we, we do. But this opens up the door. Stephanie says, absolutely, 100%, no second thoughts. Okay. Well, they better start telling on themselves. Well. We need Upbeat Fridays. The amount of doom and gloom in this country is crazy. Can we play a game or something? Uh, we, we'll get, hey, I promise I got, I got great stuff coming up. Plus, we got Christopher doing movies. But I've had this story for two days, and I, I, I really would like to, to hash this one out before the weekend because I don't want to think about it this weekend. A big part of me says, yes, absolutely. Absolutely, priests should have to, to, to break the seal to turn in child molesters because there's nothing worse out there than a child molester. Uh, doesn't the Bible also say to follow the rules of the land and come? Uh, why would you hide stuff like that? What the fuck? Well, priests have been, look, look, every fucking mob movie in the world has had somebody go confess something to a priest and the priest not to speak about it on the on they they can't they can't testify nope shouldn't happen what's next lawyer client confidentiality doctor patient this is a horrible precedent and swoosh that's a that's another part of the slippery slope scott there's my scott nailed my dilemma he says, good intentions, but it completely violates the First Amendment. And I agree. Well, lawyers should be able to tell, too. No. Then why would you hire a lawyer? Morality, they should be obligated to. Fuck and no. And much as I don't go to church anymore, this is such a scary, simply slippery slope. Priests can now rat out anyone they want for whatever crime. Priests are politically active, too. And can engineer and warp at, at will with this? Nope, nope, nope. Bad idea. No matter how heinous the sin. And that's why there is. Look, look. You have to understand the the morality side of me. I understand. I get it. I think death should come to all child molesters. But when you say it, you tell a priest, 
you're cleansing yourself of that sin in their eyes. Now, now look, we ain't going to get into a, a religious conversation here. And that's a moment between you, your priest, and God. Probably one of the most sacred moments that the Catholics have. And we're asking you to strip that. Because it will come down to murders as well. Because they'll get a murder case and that will happen. They'll say, well, wait a second. You can break the seal for this law, but this is even a more heinous law. Which in the eyes of the law it is. Murder is more heinous than child molesting. We can argue that till the cows come home. And I agree with everybody that says child molesting is worse. I agree. But in the eyes of the law, murder's worse. So we're going to do it for that. Well, if we do it for that, we might as well just fucking break the seal completely. I mean, we've got them on two things. Might as well be able to, you know, pinch drug dealers in there too. And the fact of the matter is, is that it will go to lawyers. It will go to doctors and the confidentiality that they have. Why does everybody need to know everybody's business? Desert Runner, good morning. Uh, I agree with Swoosh and Scott as a Catholic. Um, yeah. Uh, the most a priest can do at that moment is say, listen, shit stain, you want your sin cleans, turn yourself in, and then we'll talk. Till then, you're, <laughs> you're fixing to take an off-ramp to hell. They're just turning churches into informants. A lot of work reporting for your shoplifting. Chaz says, happy Friday morning-ass family. Got to sleep in a few hours this morning. Going to be a great day. Well, good, 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 good. All right. Yeah, this is one of those really interesting stories that I can't wait to see how it progresses. And I'm I'm just going to tell you, you're going to need to get into, um, yeah, Desert Runner, I already have that one. I I, I already have the Ice Ice Baby song. I did that one a long time ago. I mean, mean, we we could just, you know. Pull it out real quick. Let's see. Oh, there it is. Wanted me to do a version of uh, Ice Ice Baby as an Ask Arnie. So let's see. Hold on a second here. Uh, I used to have it in here. Come on. All right. Well, now we got to find it. Crap. I thought I had it. Lovesick Blues, Dubliners. Okay, hold on a second here. All right. Uh, Briscoe Brothers. There we go. All right. I think this is it. I hope this is it. <coughs> we usually do this for listener mail brought to you by JS Floors, but this is a request. Yo, ass family. Let's kick it. Ass, ass, baby. Ass, ass, baby. All right, stop. Drop your pants and listen. Ass is back with my brand new invention. You write me on your computer while I'm sitting eating wings at Hooters. Will ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Hopefully... I won't blow my poor toilet. Light up the stage and wax a jump like a 
Damn, what the hell did I eat? My, my house smells like homeless feet. Deadly, when I drop a doo-doo, I should just wear a tutu. Love it or leave it, you better ask now. If you don't, I'll fuck a cow. If you have a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out my seat while Artie revolves it. Ass, ass, baby. See, I haven't rehearsed it in a long time. But I, I have done that one, see? So uh, we, we do have that one. I need to work on it. Uh, let's see, they will use it for every crime if they let it go through. Talking about bad uh, trans person, you're going to jail. Oh, I agree. I agree. They can. And by the way, then priests will use it as a weapon. They will. I mean, look, they're, we, all, we all have our thoughts and, and concerns when it comes to people of the clergy. We know that there are some good people of the clergy. And we know that there are some really, really bad people of the clergy. This town full of witches. Uh, we ain't just talking about no uh, Salem, Oregon. We're talking about some witches all over the place. Waffle House witches, Cracker Barrel witches, man and woman witches, right. church-going witches. See? Why? Because man is fallible. Priests are completely fallible. I mean, they, they, there's so many priest jokes out there. So the idea of allowing them to, I don't know, uh, weaponize themselves, I, I, I'm just not for it. Why don't we just let Connor and Murphy McManus handle the pedos and confess? Man, oh, man, I want the Boondock Saints Part 3 so bad, fish stick. I keep reading it, and I keep Googling looking for, for Boondock Saints 3 because Boondock Saints... The original phenomenal movie. Part two, not as good. Not not as good, but it was still good because it was the Boondock Saints. I, I need a part three. Gotta beware of those weeches. Pastor Locke will tell him to eat his dirty socks. Waffle House witches. Um I'll do that one in the next break. We'll we'll end this break with this story here. Just for you, Ken Dog. Ken Dog, we got a good story here. There could be a reason to move to Canada. A Canadian judge says giving someone the middle finger is a God-given right. As he ridicules decision to prosecute a teacher who flipped the bird at a neighbor who threatened him with a power tool. Uh, Neil Epstein, a 45-year-old teacher, was arrested outside his Montreal home after a, uh, uh, a spat with his neighbor. His neighbor swore Epstein and threatened him with a power tool. Epstein responded by raising two middle fingers, and the police were called. A judge in Montreal dismissed the case, writing that Epstein's actions were not a crime and calling the decision to prosecute deplorable. So in, in Canada, you can get arrested for flipping somebody the bird? Man, oh, man. Let me, let me just tell you. There is, there is no better feeling in the world, and this just recently happened, than when you give somebody the finger and they see it. And, and, and you know they see it. I can just hear Pastor Locke going through the list of witches like Bubba listing off the ways to pr- prepare shrimp. 
There is a great and, – and during the break, you know what, Ogre? During the break, I'll try to look it up. Pastor Log has like a two-minute video where he just shits on every pastor in the world. I'll try to find that here real quick. Uh, I give the middle finger to Canada. Well, that last name, he's going to hang himself in jail. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That totally sounds something like I would do. So the, about um, about, I don't know, about – Three or four weeks ago, we, we were going out to uh, Portela's. The first time we were going out to Portela's, I was driving. And we take the back roads, right? We're taking the back roads. And they're doing all this construction on this, this street that we're on. And it, it, it's like a five-lane street where there's two turn lanes. So it's down to three. And then it gets down to one. And it, it, it's pretty much mayhem there at, at lunchtime. Yeah, because one of the lanes you got to turn to get on the the freeway, and uh, it's it's a pain in the ass. Well, and they told you, you know, a mile back, the, the bleeping signs up there, the blinking lights, you know, down to one lane, you know, merge to the left, and you always get the best motherfuckers. See, see, there there's a special place in hell for the people that wait till the last second. Or the people that drive all the way up and then they put their blinker on, like right at the exit. There's a special place in hell for those people. And it so happened that we're, we're driving, we're inching along, right? And we're doing the every other car. Well, I let my car through. And then this little fucking punk-ass guy in a Saturn. I didn't even know they still made Saturns. He starts to, or it could have been a Daihatsu, I'm not sure. He starts to park his green car's nose out, and he thinks he's going to get in front of me. Uh Uh-uh. No, sirree, Bob, I'm playing the zipper game here. I let my car go through. You ain't getting in there. And he tries to pull up, and I got enough room to kind of get over a little bit, so I just kind of inch over just a little bit, and I go forward. I didn't let him through. And when I stopped right in front of him, I leaned over, and I'm right in front of Braddy Kid, and my middle finger is completely extended right at that motherfucker, and I'm yelling at him, fuck you. And he's looking me right in the eye. Oh, such a... I, I, I mean, honestly, I, I, I'll, I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth here. I'm just going to tell you the truth. There, there was a part of me that, that was just like, oh, when I saw that guy see me in the eye. Oh. We had some road construction a few weeks back, and some of those cock stains were merging at the last moment until the big-ass truck behind me veered over to prevent it. True American right there. Yeah, that's the way you got to do it. You got to block the lane. Fuck them people. Back up. Taking the back road in Texas sounds like an adventure to sell. Oh, not really. It's just we ain't going to drive on the toll roads. That's all. So, yeah, but... There's no better feeling than when that person sees it and they realize how bad they fucked up because they're the ones that fucked up. All right. Phone number 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler. Uh, Another hour away from Christopher being on the show. Uh, If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie, I don't want to go. If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie, I just as soon stay home. I was one of the chosen few to be born in Alabama. I'm just like my dad. 
lot of good women Shook old Jim Bean's hand If I never see the pearly gates I've walked through the promised land If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie I don't wanna go If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie I'd just as soon stay home If they don't have a grand old Opry Like they do in Tennessee Just send me to hell or New York City It would be about the same to me I got wild honey trees and crazy little weeds Growing around my shack These dusty roads ain't streets of gold But I'm a happy right where I'm at Little southern bells are a country boy's dream They ain't got wings or halos But they sure look good to me If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie I don't want to go If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie I'd just as soon stay home If they don't have a grand old Opry Like they do down in Tennessee about the same to me If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie I don't wanna go If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie I just as soon stay home If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie I don't wanna go If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie I just as soon stay home If they ain't got a grand old opera like they do in Tennessee, just send me to hell or New York City. It would be about the same to me. I worked the rigs from three to midnight. On the Corpus Christi Bay I'd get off and drink till daylight Sleep the morning away I'd plan to take my wages Leave the rigs behind for good But that life, it is contagious And it gets down in your blood I lived in Corpus with my brother We were always on the run We were bad for one another But we were good at having fun We got stoned along the seawall We got drunk and rolled a car We knew the girls at every dance hall Had a tab at every bar If I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Cause I never could stay sober On the Corpus Christi Bay My brother had a wife and family You know he gave them a good home But his wife thought we were crazy And one day we found her gone 
We threw her clothes into the car trunk Her photographs, her rosary We went to the pier and got drunk And threw it all into the sea If I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Cause I never could stay sober Now my brother lives in Houston He married for the second time He got a good job with the and it's keeping him in line He came to Corpus just this weekend It was good to see him here He said he finally gave up drinking Then he ordered me a beer If I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Cause I never could stay sober On the Corpus Christi Bay I'm not weak, I tell 
myself I stay because I'm strong The truth is I'm not man enough To stop her from doing me wrong Necessarily in listeners and downloads. I just mean he could stand to hit the treadmill every once in a while. Shut up. Jesus, man, you ever hear of a salad? Yeah, your mom tossed no. mine. Jerk. All right. No. The Arnie no. State Show. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. You know, a big shout-out going out to Mikey. Uh, I believe he's getting married this weekend or, or Monday or something like that. No, I, I was not invited, but that, 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 no big deal, no big deal. Uh, I wish him and his fiance nothing but the best. Love you, Mikey. Uh, your new wife, surprised she's not pregnant yet, but I'm, I'm glad she's not. And I, I, I wish you nothing but happiness, my friend. And we are going to be getting him on the show very, very soon, um, probably sometime after his wedding. Now, during the break there, I was looking and searching for this Pastor Locke video. This is not the same one that I saw. No, he's not marrying Jerkoff's ex-wife. No, sadly. Satan worshippers like Kenneth Copeland, the most powerful pastor in America. He's a demon, and he's going to hell, and you tell him I said so. I will. I'm about to kick his pulpit over and preach wide slam open tonight. Wow. That low-down, sorry, sex-trafficking rapist... I wish to God he would take me to court. I wish to God that demon would take me to court. I'll show the pictures I've got. You ever send another dime to that low-down, sorry pedophile? Yikes. I pray God curses your finances. I'm sick of these demon-worshiping pastors like Joel Osteen. Yeah! Look, I'm, I'm just going to say it tonight. I don't care what the news media says. Okay. Joel Osteen ain't gonna sue Greg Locke. I wish you would. Dude's worth so many millions of dollars, it's ridiculous. Why don't they sue the hillbilly preacher? I'll tell you why. Because he knows I'm right. I'm gonna call them all out when I have to. He said, oh my goodness, you mean to tell me that Joel Osteen, he's that way with women? No, I'm here to tell you Joel Osteen's that way with boys. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, preacher on preacher violence. Boy, oh boy, there's that, that right there. That's a pay-per-view. <laughs> Someone's mad he doesn't have a mega church in the mansion. <laughs> 
All right, all right, all right. Uh, uh, and I'll look for the other one because he just goes on a laundry list of just shitting on pastors. Um, uh, f- phenomenal. Uh, Greg Locke is an entertainer. That's what he is. That, that man is a pure entertainer. Someone who's not an entertainer is this dipshit Colin Kaepernick. Uh, I heard that when he's great. He calls out the woke preachers. Um, Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. This man who... I, I, I don't... I, I can't even call him a man. This... 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 Blob of DNA... Is just sickening. This is the same guy who was given great opportunities in college because of his athletic ability. He went to the NFL, garnered a top salary in the NFL, led his team, helped lead his team to a Super Bowl and, and lost. <clears throat> And then he decided to take a stand by taking a knee. Something he has every right to do, and, and everybody lost their mind over it. And, and I'm just about, uh, I, I, I could care less. I didn't like what he did. I, I, sadly, you, I support what he did. He had every right to do what he did. I didn't like it. Now, his employers, they didn't seem to mind, but then all of a sudden the big company said, no, you got to stop. Well, and he took his ball and he left. Turned down $19 million to stay with the Niners and left. Test-free agency. Well, if you look at his numbers, his numbers were terrible. Not to mention he's a distraction to the team now. Nobody signed him, so he claimed racist. And that's been his moniker ever since then. Everything's racist. He had a Netflix special come out. I thought he had one coming on ESPN. I, I've never seen so many movies about a guy or, or documentaries about a guy who accomplished dick. How long do we have to wait for 23 to come out or, or the, the, the Michael Jordan documentary? 23 is a new movie that's finally coming out. See... Michael Jordan accomplished something. Colin Pat Kaepernick has never done anything. And now he decides to stab the one group of people in the back that he should never even fucking think about stabbing. The former quarterback is now accusing his adoptive parents of perpetuating racism. This was the interview that he did on CBS this morning, or at least part of it. It's his true high school coming-of-age story, his journey embracing his blackness, despite resistance from many, including his white adoptive parents. I know my parents loved me, but there were still very problematic things that I went through. I think it was important to show that, no, this can happen in your own home, and how we move forward collectively 
while addressing the racism that is being perpetuated. He took cues from his icon, basketball star Allen Iverson, who he said wore his blackness like a suit of armor. And teenage Kaepernick wanted cornrows to match. He's getting what roles, his mom asked? Oh, your hair's not professional. Oh, you look like a little thug. Your mom become. said that to you. Yeah. And those become spaces where it's like, okay, how do I navigate this situation now? But it also has informed why I have my hair long today. The grown-up version of Eve wanted to go back in time and give young Colin a lot of hugs. And I was really well, be a pedophile moved then, and weirdo. saddened by the level of kind of self-awareness that he had to develop at a very young age without a lot. That's his mouthy fucking cunt of a girlfriend. I'd like to point out that this is this is a man who's calling his adoptive parents racists. All due to a hair choice that he wanted to wear. I'd like to first point out that these adoptive parents, these racist adoptive parents who are white, decided to adopt a black baby because his mother didn't want him. His mother, of color, did not want her own child, and she gave it up. And here come these two people, and if you watch the little Netflix documentary on him, they cover this cornrow shit. If, if that is truly what makes your parents racist is the whole cornrow shit, well, you've got a lot to learn because as a kid, I wanted to have weird things in my hair. I wanted to have lines cut in my head because it looked cool in the, in the videos I saw, and I was called a little thug. You wearing cornrows, it makes you look like a thug. I'm sorry. He called your mama and your daddy a racist. The same two people, your father, who would go on these recruiting trips with you in these camps and drive you all over the country. Boy, that sounds like a racist to me. Man, oh, man, that sounds like one of the, the worst racists I've ever have, have heard of. I mean, they're so racist, they, they open their home and they welcome you in. And they make you a part of their family. What, racists? That happens at every clan meeting, by the way. I, I, I've seen the notes. Every clan rally has an adopt-a-black-kid night. Where the clan gets together, they burn their cross, they say their terrible things about Jews and blacks and anybody who isn't of white race. And then right after the event, they, they, they have an adoption agency there, and they adopt black kids out. Hmm. Let's see. He's a spoiled fucking brat. Your white parents saved you from your garbage parents and gave you everything, and now you're going to talk shit about them? Yep. At this point, I'm glad that the 49ers didn't win that Super Bowl, knowing the uh, hypocritical, bus-throwing asshat that is Kaepernick would become. Oh, it was probably racism why his mom gave him up for adoption. Oh, I'm sure it was. I'm sure the white devil stole you. He didn't care about the movement until he met his girlfriend. She turned him into a jerk-off. He won't ever sign autographs for kids. I wouldn't want his autograph. If he was walking down the same side of the street as me, I'd probably he'd get a nice uh, Copenhagen shower. 
I, I have no. Th- this guy is evil. This this is pure evil right here. The fucking universe exists is racist. White skin is racist because it's racist. Snow is racist. Sunlight is racist. Hungry cavemen racist. Insect biting black people racist. It's like fucking saying, oh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. His mom did the right thing by warning him you per- appear professional. Such racists. Oh, I know, right? See, then I must be racist too because I said no uh, when my son wanted to shave his head, much like a skinhead. With the bright blue eyes and blonde tendencies, I said, nope, nope, nope. I have my little boy walking around looking like a skinhead. No, you're a bad mom. You, you're, you're a racist. I, I swear to God. You know, does this guy come out just every once in a while to say, hey, I'm relevant still. Hey, guys, remember me? I mean, nobody's talked about Colin Kaepernick ever since that he was, he was eviscerated. And by the way, he's being eviscerated for this as well. He's be, he is being so fucking shit, uh, shit on and lampooned on, and rightfully so. To call out your mama and your daddy like that? No, Sir Rebob, you don't do that. You don't do that. He makes it sound like he was abused as a child. But hey, you know what? It, it, he's a multimillionaire because people still pay him money, and I don't understand why. He's an asshole. He, he is the true epitome of the word asshole. How dare he? Uh, my wife's brother went to school with him in Turlock, said he acted white in high school. I have a friend that went to high school with him, too. He was a little rich kid. And, 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 and here's the thing. I, I, for him to turn his back on his family, I, I, I could care less about the NFL or anything like that. To say this about your parents come out and say they had racial tendencies. No, they didn't. These people treated you like the son that they wanted to have. I believe the story is the mother had a miscarriage like a day or so before, or the, they were adopting a baby and the mom decided to keep the baby. Something happened, and they weren't getting a baby, and then this baby was made available, and they said they didn't care. They wanted a baby. They wanted to raise a, a, another child. That's because education is racist. Yeah, very true. Now, we have a racist story coming up here. Now, you know what? Let's just do the racist story now. See, what Colin Kaepernick says, his mama's saying, don't worry, you look like a thug. You do look like a thug. Now, that's not racist. This, though, is racist. An Oregon couple are shocked to discover that their $1.8 million new home has illegal 100-year-old clause stating it can't be sold to black, Chinese, or Japanese people as they fight to rid the property deed of horrible racism. (laughs) He was white in high school. He didn't choose the black side until it was convenient, and he could use it as an issue. That's when he chose the black side. Yep. The couple objected to a clause which said the property cannot be used or occupied by anyone who is black or Chinese or Japanese descent. Um, the family is due to testify in the Oregon State Capitol on behalf of the new bill which allows homeowners to obtain new property documents. Can you imagine that? If you had a house and you bought this house and you got the deed, 
and you wanted to sell the house, and, and your sellers came through, and you didn't look at any of this, you know, when you were, when you were buying the house, and, and you find a, a loving couple, a loving Asian couple, and they want to, they have the finances, they have the money to buy the house, and all of a sudden it says in there, nope, you can't sell it to them. Well, why can't I sell it to them? Japanese can't buy your house? What the fuck? Well, these people, uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, An Oregon couple was shocked to find their house. Um, The house was built in 1969. Uh, As hateful and hurtful as the language is, it is a legal document. Now I'm adding my name to a statement of horrible racism. I'm also adding to generations of people. High school teacher tried to th- for three years to remove the clause. Um, in August 2022, he turned to Daniel Wynn, the first person of color elected to Lake Oswego City Council. I think they finally got it changed. I just think that that's funny that that was in there. That something like that, and, and I would figure that that was a house that was built in like, you know, 1850 or 1900s, early on somewhere. 1969 in Oregon, they still had clauses like that? Man, oh, man. B. Coop says, in other racist news, oh, boy, what's this going to be? How white and affluent drivers are polluting the air breathed by L.A.'s people of color. Like many Angelinos, I spend a lot of time behind the wheel of my car. I drive from my west side apartment to Dodger Stadium near downtown and further east to hike in the San Gabriel Mountains. I couldn't help but consider my own complicity while reading a new study from USC researchers finding that Angelinos who drive more tend to be exposed to less air pollution. So if you drive more, you don't have so much air pollution, meaning if you ain't driving, you ain't got a car. Stop it. Not to sound racist, but Asians most of the time have good credit and money, LOL, because we're good at math. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that. It's the truth. Look, I, I, I find this... Ancient Chinese uh-huh. secret, huh? That's what I thought. No, I, I find it absolutely appalling. And I've said it on the show, and I'm not saying this to, to kiss Mage's ass because he's going to get me a, a Bruiser Brody shirt when he goes to Japan. At least that much. Um, But uh, the idea that there are colleges in this country like Harvard that have a a number, they they have a certain number of Asians they'll allow in. What happened to letting the best and the brightest in? If you're mad that Asians are better at math than you, you know what you do? You become better at math. Uh, what, what's that guy's? Is it is it Leonard Winton? Witten? I saw a, st- a story about the smartest man that they say is the smartest man to ever live. A lot of people say it's Albert Einstein. Um, I think it's Leonard Witten is his name, and he is a professor at um, at Princeton. And his his list of accolades goes on. He won the Field Medal, which is like the Nobel Peace Prize for, but it, the Field's Medal is for math. He's the only 
physicist to ever win the Fields Medal. This guy's gotten so much shit published. This guy's like Sheldon Cooper. Sheldon from Big Bang Theory would be like this guy's retarded brother. That's how smart this guy is. He's white. I, I, I hate the fact that they limit the number of people, uh, the number of whatever people of color or, or white at certain universities. And by the way, I'm talking about Harvard. What happened to letting the, big, the, the best and the brightest in and the ones that scored the best? You know, I, I'm sorry that the Asian kids might not have a lot of friends in, in school and because they're studying, because they're forced to study by their parents, because that's their tradition, that's their family. And if they work hard enough, they should be able to get into Harvard. They shouldn't say, no, sorry, we have enough Asians. The deep-fried crab outside should have told you. Dude, that deep-fried crab on a stick was gross-looking. Uh, let's see. I have an Asian girlfriend right now, and she's a horrible driver. I tease her. She's going to get arrested for DWA, driving while Asian, horrible driver. Uh, fuck him. Smartest man alive was the professor, Leaping Lanny Poffo. Getting the best and the brightest is like what happened to winning. It's not longer the most important thing. It's more important to diversify and engineer than to truly progress and evolve. You're right. Yeah, yeah, you know what, uh, Ogre? This is the most important one I've ever handed out, but... Correct the mundo! You watch my dumb video? Well, I want to see people eating fucking deep-fried crab on a stick. And it's a whole crab. They didn't even deshell it. You eat the whole thing. Yuck. And I know that, that, that people, especially this administration, is bragging about diversity. You can't brag about diversity unless it's actually working. See, that, that, that's the problem. There's nothing wrong with pursuing a, a, a more diverse world. Okay, I'm great with that. But you have to put the right people in the places. You can't just put them in to put them in. I mean, for Christ's sake, the guy who was in charge of the nuclear waste in this country and the nuclear problem in this country, a very, a very, very smart man, graduated top of his class from MIT, was that Sam whatever, the trans, ball-headed, red-bearded fucking guy wearing the dresses who ended up stealing women's luggage and ended up stealing luggage that was from a designer and then did wear her clothes. So it could seem like it's more of a targeted theft than anything. Guy's not qualified for that fucking job. He might have great credentials, but come on, there, there, there are more than credentials that go into jobs. You hired him because he dresses like a woman. That's the only reason why you hired him. The, the assistant director of deputy of health of this country, the admiral, which that's amazing on its own that they gave her that much of a promotion. I'm saying her just because I'm trying to be polite. But the transgender that's in a, no, that no, that person should not be in charge of health and human services. They have a mental issue, and you've got them in charge of this. Why? Diversity. 
I hate the word diversity. I think the word divorce, I think that should be a word that's gay. You know, I'm anti-canceling, but I'm not anti-canceling this. I want to cancel the word diversity. I'm sick of it. Diversity has caused nothing but problems in this country. Please tell me I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what I thought. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, all right, we'll do this story here. Now, your parents out there, y'all need to listen up because there's something new out there. Uh, yeah, I do like lobster. Uh, not only a thief, but culturally appropriated a black woman's clothing. What a typical honky. There is a, there's a new drug out there, and it, it's legal. They're selling it like head shops and all this place. It's called Salvia. I don't know what it is. Um, it's legal in 21 states, including California. This is what it does. A San Diego guy, 19 years old, was left severely disabled. I mean, that, that, that's, you're probably handicapped then. Severely disabled is more than a broken toe. After taking legal high salvia, then jumping out of a fifth-floor hotel window because he wanted to experience something otherworldly. Oh, it's been around for a long time? Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I like how they say San Diego man, 19, and then the first line of the story is a teenager from San Diego. You see, that, that, that right there is how they slant things, people. I, I want to point this out. Usually they don't they make they don't make it that obvious for professionals like me. But see, they rope you in with San Diego man, 19, and then a teenager. They're they're trying to pull at the heartstrings a little bit there. A teenager from San Diego is now severely disabled after he jumped out of a fifth floor hotel window. Dummy. Um, they said he had a 15% survival chance when he got to the hospital. They saved him. In total, he suffered a broken pelvis, sternum, wrist, ribs, and feet. His body is held together by 62 pieces of hardware now and uses a wheelchair and walking stick to get around. Saliva, which is part of the mint family, operates in the brain similar to LSD. The highs don't last long, but they are way more intense. The drug whose street name is Sally D is outlawed in 29 states, as well as Guam. So if you're going to Guam, just to let you know, the story writer is like, hey, in case anybody's visiting Guam in the near future, do not take salvia there. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Salvia is nasty. Uh, years ago, my ex did it. It makes him crazy. No, this isn't the same thing, is it? it salvia, are you thinking of like spice? Because spice, I know spice has been around a while. I, mean, I, I don't know. Like, like I said, look, if you're going to take drugs, take drugs. Okay? I, 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 I don't want you to take drugs. But if you're going to take drugs, take drugs. They, they don't go to something that you can buy at a damn hardware store. Hey, wow, look at that. You got the salvia next to the boner pills. The ones that are like rhinoceros strong. 
because I'm sure a medical professional is going to get behind something that's called Rhino Strong for the best boners. Salvia is similar to spice. You think it's illegal in Russia asking for a WNBA player? I would pay to watch the kid do that. The Ogre Gazette reported this hit within the headline, Dumb Fix Gets Stoned Almost Does Society a Favor. Yeah. You can go to YouTube and find people making videos of them doing saliva or salvia. I, I don't understand. Like, like, the other day, I, I, I take Kratom still uh, to help with my legs and, and to settle my legs down. Um, and I walk in there, and this guy's... I've always found this funny about, like, like pot people. And, and I have no problem with pot people. I have no problem. But, man, oh, man, they know their shit when it comes to weed. They can tell you the strains. They can tell I, I, I mean, they are like fucking, they are like, they're, they're the top of their field. And you sit there and you're like, wow, you know a lot about weed. I mean, I guess it's like how I am about wrestling. I mean, I know a lot about wrestling. Maybe too much. Oh, I, I could I could easily do a four-hour show a day talking wrestling. Easily. And I would not get tired of it. Love it that much. But these weed people, they know their shit. And they know fractions and math. Oh, that's the thing that gets them. Oh, yeah. They know they know down to the to the tenth. Like I was saying, it comes out uh, quick opposed to high weed where it takes a little while. You'll trip for a few minutes, and then you're out of it. Just, just get some weed, man. Hey, don't take this this crap. But anyway, so I'm in the store the other day, and this guy is just sitting there. And he's going over all this stuff. Oh, well, I'll just do this because it, it's mainly CBD stuff because weed is illegal in Texas. Coconut oil, though, is not. And uh, I'm just sitting there listening to him like, dude, why don't you just go buy some weed if you want? I mean, I, I mean, it's readily available all over the place. It's not like it's, you know, they, they, it's not like you're going to be going to prison, even though they're probably. They do it to hallucinate. All right. Doesn't that Halvaskaska or whatever that, that new drink is, it looks like a fucking edible poop. Don't y'all think people uh, think potheads are dumb? Obviously, you've never seen my family. Well, whip up some fucking pot math. It's actually quite. Oh, it, uh, no, no, no. Let me let me tell you. I'm always blown away when I meet a stoner. When I meet a stoner who who does a lot, they know it, it and it's very very impressive. And and I used to say to myself when I was a, a very anti pothead, I said, man, if they could just use that for good. But they are, I mean, this, I, I understand it. I understand it. And it's important to them. And they know everything about it. And it's fucking fascinating to watch. Iowa Costca, that's what it is. Didn't that make people do crazy shit? It made Aaron Rodgers go to a four-day retreat where the fucking lights are out all the time. That craziness. All right. So San Diego teenager there did that shit to himself. All right. Um, let's see. Um, I'm open to meeting with a shaman and trying ayahuasca. 
Okay, there you go. I, I hear it makes you poop. Hey, by the way, has anybody seen those videos? What's that weird-looking fruit? It's like a yellow fruit, and it looks like it has, like, syphilis bumps on it. We've all seen syphilis bumps in, in books. I don't have syphilis. And, and then, like, you cut it in half, and it looks like a, a kiwi that doesn't have any green in it. I guess that's supposed to make you poop like there's no tomorrow because I've seen a couple videos of it. So there you go. If you're ever blocked up, look for that weird-looking fruit, cut it in half, eat it. You poop like a champ. Uh, let's see. F- uh, females in Berlin. Hold on a second. I got to see this message. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Dragon. Is that what it is? Dragon fruit? Sorry, I'm just gonna write this. Do 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 nothing nothing to see here. Uh you don't process the seeds, they come out in your poop like corn kernels. <laughs> they make C B D oil for body aches. Um if they could make weed products that didn't didn't fuck with blood pressure, I'd take some for pain. God knows I haven't had enough of it. I've had it and did not clear me out. Okay. All right, females in Germany will soon be able to bathe topless in the city's public swimming pools after the local government changed rules in response to a woman's discrimination complaint. Now, before before anybody, before anybody, where's this? Yeah, I, look, look here. This is not going to be good. The the public pools, the, the city public swimming pools are going to be overrun with teenage boys today and creeps. You know how you can spot a blind man in a nude beach? It's not hard. Um, anyway, the unidentified woman turned to the Senate's... Uh, Office for Equal Treatment to demand that women like men can swim topless. You're going to have nothing but a bunch of fucking horny teenagers at the pool now. It's not like the fucking Hawaiian Tropics swim team is showing up. They oil themselves up and then the boobs are out on display. It's not like that. You're going to get a bunch of grannies. That look like they have a fucking eight ball dropped or a pool eight ball dropped in a sock hanging from their chest. This is not a good thing. This is the worst thing. What did the blind man say? Uh, Walking last fish door. Hello, ladies. All right. Yeah. See, you got to write that correctly. Oh, boy, they're like, yep, all right, here we go. Yeah, going to go to the pool today, going to see some boobies. No, you're not. 
No, you're not. You're going to see a bunch of hairy-legged East German women fucking doing laps. That's what you're going to see. You're going to see Helga and Glenda working on their synchronized swimming. In this day of age of OnlyFans, hot chicks are not going to give up the goods for free. It's going to be Maggie G- Oh, God, Maggie Gyllenhaal there. Oh, she's putting them egg beaters in the pool. Yuck-a-rama. 100% people want to be at that nude beach or people who have had gravity hit hard. <laughs> That's the funniest thing in the world. When people get excited, oh, there's a nude beach. The only place, look, look I'm just going to tell you right now. If you want to go to a topless beach somewhere, you got to go to a pool in Vegas. One of the casinos has, like, topless pools. That's where you go if you want to see tits. All right? That's about the, the best free titty sightings that I can I can tell you. And it ain't free. You got to pay to get into that pool. You got to pay to stay at that hotel. And you got to pay to party. at that. It's like a club environment there. But, hey, they're topless. I'm glad I'm old now. I'm glad I've become old and kind of uh, uh, rough, rough around the edges. I've always been rough around the edges. Now I've, I've almost hardened. I can look back on my time at going to strip clubs and go, "What was I doing? What was I? What, what, what was I doing? I wasted money by paying to go in there." And then the girls, you, you, you give them a dollar because they're dancing, okay, and you get to see their boobs, and that's fantastic. And then they come over and they give you a lap dance, but you, you, you don't bust a nut, and you're not, you, you're not getting any. I mean, not at reputable strip clubs. At Pat's Palace of Pussy, I'm sure. See, it's all about the alliteration. Pat's Palace of Pussy. I, I'm sure you can get a hand job in the corner for like 7 or $8. But you got to remember, the girl who's doing it is probably one of them East German gals. She got forearms like Steve Garvey. Google it. I think I would go blind if Lizzo, Adele, or Lado was, oh, God. If they were swimming laps in the naked pool, oh, dear Lord, that would be vomitorium. Hello. Yes, hello. How are you? It's me. Yeah, I know. It's you. I was wondering no. if after no. all these years you'd like to meet. No, not, especially not at the topless pool. No, I don't think so. Both genders, the older they get, the more they want to be naked. So yucca. Old men are the worst. They, they, I, and and I, I, I'm going to break that cycle. I am going to break that cycle. I am going to be always uh, clothed as an elderly gentleman. You old motherfuckers that go to gyms. And I'm talking about people my age now. 50, 60-year-old guys going to gym on your lunch break. You got to get a sweat in. Then you shower after your little workout and you put on your old dirty clothes that you brought in. But before you put your clothes on, you got to let your balls fucking air out for 20 minutes while you walk around the fucking locker room butt-ass naked. You shave naked. You weigh yourself naked. For some odd reason, you sit on a leather couch that's and you're naked and you watch TV. 
Garros. Mount Rushmore of women, I would cut my eyes out before I want to see naked. Man, boy, that... Jesus. Maggie Gyllenhaal, oh, God damn. Man, when I saw that, when she was on that show on HBO that was talking about, like, the early 70s and the hookers and stuff, and she played a hooker, and she showed her... That was the, those were the worst tits I've ever seen. When somebody tells you that there can't be bad titties out there, I'm just going to tell you real quick, yes, there can Yes, there can. Not all cans are beautiful. Maggie Gyllenhaal, ugly, ugly gazabas. Old hairy balls are gross. Yes, yes, they are. At the YMCA, I go there, and so many old naked dudes. Fucking terrible. I'm old, and I do not want to prance around naked at all. Good. Break the cycle. Old, hairy, saggy balls. Gross. Aunt B. Yeah, I don't want to see Aunt B's big old fucking torpedoes. Do they have exercise balls to keep them from sagging? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not looking forward to that day. I'm not looking forward to the day where I go to take a crap and my balls hit the water. I'm not looking forward to that at all. I mean, I'm going to start having to take full-blown bass after my movements. But, yes, not, not all, but anybody who tell you, see, it, it, it's like when, when Vince Vaughn goes on one of his rants. It's like, oh, there's no such thing as bad pizza. Uh, I, I'm here to tell you, um, yeah, yeah, pal, there's bad pizza. There's, oh, no such thing as bad ice cream. Uh, anything that's aspa- like asparagus-flavored ice cream, I'm going to go ahead and say that's a ick. It's ice cream. No, it's not. That, that's bullshit. And titties ain't titties. If boobs are called cans or flat chest called cants. <laughs> I know you said they're gross, but now I feel like I need to see Maggie Gyllenhaal's boobs. You, you don't need to, Stink Fist. I, I'm sure you can Google it and find it. But they are horrific. Oh, why am I doing this on my computer? Why am I doing this? My wife told me about a new ranch flavor ice cream. Yeah, I, I no. That'd be like blue cheese ice cream. Nobody wants that. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Topless. Those are three words I never thought I would type into a computer. Images. Hoof. Oh, God. All right, I'm going to be sick now. There you go. All you got to do is Google these words. There you go. I did the search for you. Stink this, you'll be sorry. Oh, absolutely. All right, one more story, and I'll take a break, and then we got to give Christopher a call. We, we, we have a lot to talk about, Christopher and I. Can't search at work. Are we talking fried eggs on a nail? Oh, yeah, we're, 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 talk, we're talking about a cue ball and a sock. And just like that, Arnie's computer gets a virus. 
and whatever virus fucking fucking gut your eyes. Uh, we we now 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 let's bring it home, shall we? All right. An award-winning California elementary school teacher was arrested. Jacqueline Ma, who taught sixth grade at Lincoln Acres Elementary School, was charged with six counts of sexual misconduct, including three for oral copulation with a child under 14. That's fucking rude. And three for lewd and lascivious acts with a child under 14. Boy, she gave that child the yellow fever early, didn't she? Uh, it's believed there was only one victim of Ma's predation. Predation? Predation? Is that a really a word? P-R-E-D-A-I-T-I-O-N. She's a predator, so she has a predation? I've never heard that word before. You okay? All right. Police say the student no longer attended the school where Ma taught. It remains unclear how the abuse came to light. Oh, yo, yo, Ma. I know that's so rude. That is so rude. Do, do you think? Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad I don't know how to spell her name. Yep, didn't need to see that. Salton Straw has a pear and blue cheese ice cream that I want to try. What the fuck is wrong with you? Do you think by chance she lowered the kid in the classroom and said, hey, I got something to show you? And she does it with him, and then she looks at the kid and goes, Ancient Chinese secret, huh? <laughs> oh, this is so fucked up on my part. I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. Yes, real word. Yeah, predation is what shark did when it, it bites you. Okay. Yes, real word. The act of being predatory. Okay, fantastic. The act of being predatory. There you go. She's predating the shit out of him. All right. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Uh, Christopher and our Oscars assies coming up next.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. I gotta say, that is one of the most underappreciated Van Halen songs of all time. From probably one of the more uh, underappreciated albums of all time, uh, 5150. Um, I'd like to open the album here. Let's see. Uh, show album. Show album in library. Show Apple and uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Show out in Apple Music. 5150. Uh, let's see. Good enough. Why can't this be love? Huge hit. Get up, not bad. Summer nights, great. Best of both worlds, awesome. Love walks in, awesome. And then, of course, Dreams is on that album. One of the most underappreciated Van Halen records of all time. Now, we got to call Christopher. We, we, we have the Assies with the Academy Awards. I got a special story for him. And I have a, mu- a movie review for him. So let's give him a call right now. Let's see. Call that number. Calling the number. Calling his home number. Hello, Ask Movie Master Christopher Castillo Extraordinaire at your service. Christopher, how are you today, my friend? Pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> no, 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 you didn't have to, like, wrestle anybody off the bus today or anything like that? No, 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 it's actually raining cats and dogs here. And on rainy days, the kids are just kind of, like, the kids are unusually calm for some reason. Okay, well, that's good. I- I'm glad to hear it. Now, now uh, uh, you usually review a lot of the movies for us now, and I can't thank you enough. Um, yeah, I actually was compiling a list of all my movies and kind of getting everything in, in organized for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did, in, uh, in calendar year 2022, I reviewed 31 movies wow. uh, for the ad. Man, show. bravo, dude. Bra- Hold on a second. We got to get the, the people in here. I'm going to give you applause for that. Um, now, uh, last, uh, I fall asleep at night usually by watching a movie I've never seen. And I turned this movie on the other night, and I, I couldn't fall asleep because the movie was so bad, it was so riveting. And it's a movie called Killer Joe. Have you ever heard of this film? I This is an old movie. Uh, I, I, I kind of, you um, when you brought it up this morning, I was thinking about it. I was like, that, that movie came out like 2010, 2011, something uh, let, like that? Let's, let's, let's see when this movie came out, because uh, there's so much I have to tell you about this movie. Uh, in 2011, it came out. Um, yeah. Um, so this is a movie about uh, a family in some shithole town in Texas, either near Louisiana or Houston, because it seemed kind of swampy. And um, the, yeah. the family's broken up. Uh, it, it, it's got uh, Thomas Hayden Church. He plays the dad, and he, he's a complete loser and a complete moron. And he's got a daughter in there named Juno Temple, who we all know from Ted Lasso. She's Keely and Ted Lasso. Um, his son is Emil Hirsch in this movie, and they're divo- he's divorced from the, their mom, and th- their mom doesn't get a lot of playtime. But her mom allegedly has this, this, this life insurance policy, and uh-huh. Emil Hirsch owes some bad people some money, so he needs to get this money. So he hires um, Killer Joe here, um, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Killer Joe is also a police officer in this rundown Texas town, and he does killings on the side. Well, they hire him, and they can't pay him because they have to wait for the insurance money to come in. That is until he sees young Dottie, 
played by Juno Temple. And he says, I'll take a retainer, I'll take Dottie. So I'm not going to spoil the movie for you, but Matthew McConaughey proceeds to do what he's hired to do. And then there's kind of a runaround about how he doesn't get the money. And the one scene that I want to tell you about, the movie also stars the lovely and talented Gina Gershon, who we all remember from Showgirls and the movie Bound, where she's like the dirtiest actress ever. (laughs) And uh, there's a scene where Matthew McConaughey, the killer, is now, um, he, he forces Gina Gershon on her knees and he takes a chicken leg and he puts it where his wiener is. And he says, blow this chicken leg. And she proceeds to orally copulate the chicken leg. And he seems to have some sort of orgasm during the whole thing. And it's fucking disturbing, to say the least. I, do, I, I barely remember this movie. I- yeah. <laughs> she blew a chicken leg. Oh my God! Uh, uh, I, oh, I completely forgot so, about this. Yeah. Uh, so if you, you you're uh, you're you're out and about this weekend, or you're down, you got some downtime, you want to kill two hours of your life, don't watch that movie. It will fucking ruin you. <laughs> that's that's all I'm gonna say. Do not watch Killer Joe. If you see Killer Joe and they're in a kitchen scene, get away because you might not eat chicken ever again. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> So uh, now, now you, I, I must have blocked it out of my memory because. I, oh yeah, that's something you don't remember. remember. Oh, you you will never forget that. I will never ever forget watching <laughs> Gina Gershon blow a chicken leg. I mean, I I cannot. I, I'm afraid that, it, and this is going to be something. In the next time I go into Hooters, I might get turned on over the chicken leg, not the fucking girls, because the girls are all <laughs> ugly at Hooters now. It's fucking terrible. Oh yeah, we don't. We, we lost our Hooters in Fresno a few years back. No, thank God, so. because man, they started hiring the fucking girl versions of Arnie there. Ugh. Oh my God. Um. All right. So I I know that you wrote that you you've done all this assembly before we get to our Academy Awards. Well, let's talk about this last year, and I'll let you start off and and what you had to think about this year at the movies. Um. Okay. So well, this move twenty twenty two was kind of like the hangover year from COVID. Um, so some movies got pushed out before they were ready. And then other movies were like in the, in the shoot for a long time. They got held back. So Mm -hmm. it was kind of like a weird mishmash of the, of movies. And then also we kind of hit, uh, peak wokeness in movies last year. Um, and, uh, so I have, uh, my three, uh, my three favorites or my, the highest uh, movies that I, that I rated last year. Okay. Uh, the three, three movies actually got 10 out of 10 scores from, from me. Okay. Uh, uh, the Northman. Fantastic movie about Vikings. And, uh, it's, you know, I, you know, I have a review for it. If you want to go back in the history, you can read my review for that. But the Northman is a fantastic movie and I will praise that movie Every day. I keep telling you to watch it. I don't yeah. think you've seen it yet. Didn't you kind of equate that to, like, the Viking version of 300? It's – no, I wouldn't say that. It's, 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 like, it's like Hamlet. It's, they basically took the story of Hamlet, but they made it into, like, the most badass version of Hamlet you've ever seen. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. That's – I mean, that's, that's basically cool. the movie. Okay. Um, the other 10 out of 10 movie uh, 
Top Gun Maverick. Holy yeah. crap. We were waiting so long for this freaking movie to finally come out. It had been sitting in the can for like, what, 15 years? Yeah, it felt like <laughs> it. I mean, it was supposed to come out like three years before. Yeah, and when, when it finally came out, oh, my God, that movie was so worth the wait. I loved it so much. And it's, it's on the freaking Academy Awards nominees list. Yeah. Amazing. I, I, I agree with you. Uh, it was the movie that we all wanted it to be and more. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I think that was the whole thing about Top Gun, Colin Maverick, is that it was so highly anticipated that everybody felt like this is going to let you down. Because you, you've put so much stock into it. And lo and behold, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise pulls off one of one of the finest movies I've ever seen. And I, I don't go back and watch it whenever it's on. Just because it was so good that I just want to remember that first time of seeing it. Because I don't want to ever become nitpicky with it. Because it was so good. Oh, yeah. I, I totally, I totally I mean, because I, I could sense. nitpick the shit out of the part where he and, he and, and Rooster run across the... the the, the aircraft way and start up a jet just so, uh, I mean, that was kind of a comical, stupid part of the movie, and they can cut that out. The rest of the movie is still gold. Yeah. Um, okay, and then in the, my third, my third uh, 10 out of 10 score, I think, is on your worst list. Okay. It's The Batman. Oh, good God. <laughs> I, so How before you fuck? tear that movie a new asshole... Let me praise that movie. Okay, so that movie does such a good job in setting the mood and the atmosphere, and it finally gives us Detective Batman. Batman is supposed to be the world's greatest detective, and we never really get to see that. We always get action hero Batman and or uh, silly over-the-top wapow Batman. Uh, and this is this is the first real time we actually see Detective Batman, uh, and, and in that you get to see the character go through emotional struggles and, and Gotham looks amazing in that movie. It's the best Gotham I think we've ever seen. Uh-huh. Um, bar barring the, uh, it's my second favorite. My first favorite is probably the, 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 the Michael Keaton version of Batman. Yeah. That's the greatest Batman there is next to, you know, but, Adam West, but, 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 but Adam one, West. Yeah. But this one's doing a really, really good job, and I, I recommend this movie a lot. Um, okay, now <laughs> you can tear you can tear it a new asshole later too. Um, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and tear a new asshole right here now. The most the the, okay. the easily the most disappointing movie of the year, easily the mm-hmm. most disappointing. I I had hopes for it, but I didn't really have hopes, and Robert Pattinson just brought it down that much more. I can't that, that that's the problem that I have with the whole movie in general and I know it's a shortcoming on my own part I can't get past Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne. I don't buy it whatsoever. Oh, that's not a shortcoming. I, that's I, not a shortcoming. That I don't buy that's, it. That's perfectly logical. And 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 when I can't buy the premise of the person playing Batman, I can't buy the movie. I I, I yeah. it's just it, it's just one of those things and it's I understand that Colin Far- Colin Farrell was great in it, you know, and he's re- rehashing that role now, and people are starting to see him. They're starting to film the next one. Um, but all in all, I, I got to say, and, and the, this is the one that had the Riddler kind of in it, right? Yeah, Riddler Paul, was the main villain. Paul Dano was was playing him. Here's the thing. Yeah, I, that kid from the kid from the, the There Will Be Blood. That yeah, kid, that kid. Um, 
Yeah, oh yeah, what a great movie that is. I watched that again the other I night. Drink oh. Your milkshake. Oh, fucking <laughs> a Daniel Day Lewis should win every Academy Award just for that movie. Um Yeah. But the to me the Riddler will always and, and I know I'm a, a four year old, but Frank Gorsh Gorshin was the greatest Riddler ever and he was on the T V version and that's my Riddler. My Riddler is yeah. goofy, you... and, and I didn't like Jim Carrey that much as, as the Riddler. I was about to ask. Yeah, I, I didn't because I think he made it too cartoony. Frank Gorshin was the perfect one. And, and okay. when you put mm-hmm. the Riddler in there, you you, you got to give the Riddler his due like you did Heath Ledger. I, I, was, I, I expected a Heath Ledger-like performance for the Riddler, and I didn't get it. So there you go. Okay, uh, what were what were your uh, what were your best? What were your best and most favorite movies last year? My best and most favorite movies last year. I can only think uh, of the the one movie that it, it, it was nobody last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Bob Odenkirk movie, nobody. It, it only that one. Uh, well, uh, hold on a second. Let me let me uh, let me let, let me, me help th- you out. Let me help you out. It's, yeah, help me it has out. Has to do with with a specific king. Oh, 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 okay, okay, well, well, we'll, we'll get to that, we'll get to that, yeah, you're right about that, I'm sorry, because I'll look over the list. Your, your uh, um, most favorite. Um, <laughs> the, the movie Nobody, it's not going to win anything, it's not nominated for anything, it's just a great kick-ass <laughs> movie, it's one of these movies, I, I, I don't go for the artistic aspect, and that's why I love that Christopher can review the movies the way he does, because he finds the more artistic view I go to movies for the escape of going to the movies, and that's why I loved Cocaine Bear so much. And oh yeah, thinking about Bob Odenkirk whooping people's asses, the guy who was Saul Goodman, who was the biggest pussy ever on TV, and now he's a CIA operative, and I could buy it, and it was fantastic. And we had a member of the Wu-Tang Clan in there. I mean, all in all, that's a great movie. I mean, I'd like to see nobody take on John Wick. Yeah, it would be amazing. That'd be awesome. Uh, but yes, Heck yeah, yeah. But my movie of the year. Let's see, Best Picture, not that one. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't see hardly. I, I saw Top Gun, which I did love, and and I agree with you. That's one of the best movies of the year. Um, I can't say enough good things about the Elvis movie. The Elvis movie oh, yeah. is is. I I think it, the truth was finally told about Elvis. Not. But but the problem is they didn't tell they didn't go far enough into his drug addiction and and I'm I'm kind of glad they didn't as a fan of Elvis, but I'm glad that they showed what kind of shitbag Colonel Tom Parker was that held Elvis back so long, and uh, I I love the movie, uh, I I would I would say that I'd be my pay I, I, when we make our picks for the the Academy Awards, I'm having a hard time not picking that one but I'm not sure, but yes uh, okay. But yeah, what what else did? Is there anything else that I like this year besides Cocaine Bear? Uh, well, Cocaine Bear is this year, okay. so we're talking about twenty calendar year twenty twenty two. Clerks, I think you really really liked uh, a lot. If Clerks I three. Did yeah, I, Clerks I, three. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Did I? I don't think I liked it because I, I I think I watched it on a on pay per view. I think you fire stuck you fire stuck it and yeah I, I, I the next day after watching it you said you liked it okay well I might like I don't remember it so I mean you know I'm old so forgive me <laughs> <laughs> forgive I, I watch a lot of movies I've seen a lot of movies 
So uh, okay, let's 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 get to the shitty movies now. <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. What's your shittiest movie of the year? Okay, um, well, I'm going to save the shittiest movie okay. of the year. We're going to tick. We're going to do a couple other ones. Um, we're, let me do. Uh, okay, so uh, where's my uh, Moonfall? I gave it a three out of ten. It's 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 a bad movie. It's it's bad. This is a but, James Bond movie, right? This is the one where they go into space and the mo- and the aliens are making the moon fall on the earth. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. No, yeah. That it was early it was an early release in the year. Holy shit, that sounds bad. <laughs> well, okay, so this movie is bad. It's it's bad in, by every metric, but it is a so bad it is my so bad it's good movie pick of the year of last year. Mm-hmm. That movie is so shit and so fucking retarded. That it becomes awesome. <laughs> okay. All right. All if, right. If you go if you go into that movie with the right mindset, you can have a lot of fun with it. Okay. All right. Uh, it, it's like the first time I ever saw Raising Arizona. I hated mm. Raising Arizona the first time I saw it, and then I realized how genius the movie was. That there's somebody out there stupid enough to say, "Well, they got seven children. They got too many. Well, let's take one." I mean, genius movie. And then I, I love Raising Arizona now. Okay, uh, next one I want to talk about is Jurassic World Dominion. Um, I, I don't know. I must have been in a really good mood that day when I first saw it. Uh, and you know when you come out of the theater, you, you watch a movie, and then you come out and you have, you know, your opinion on the movie changes over time, and especially upon second watchings. Sure. Jurassic World Dominion, I originally gave it a 6 out of 10. And that, is, that movie is not a 6 out of 10. I don't know. I, you know, I, I get them wrong sometimes. That movie is a 2 out of 10. It is fucking <laughs> Awful. One of the worst movies of last year, Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, I think I, I I must have been thinking like, oh, it's a good kids movie, you know, because mm-hmm. it's got dinosaurs in it. But yeah. oh my god, that is a fucking stinker of a movie. I, I stopped uh, seeing the still Jurassic, not the worst. I, I I stopped seeing the Jurassic movies, just like the the the, the car movies. There's too many. The the dinosaurs are gone. Let let's just move on. Let's get our next thing. Hate the dinosaur movies. Okay. Honorable mention: the second worst thing, or basically the, it, it's not a movie, so it doesn't meet the list. But Rings of Power, the TV show last year, okay, is one of the worst things to ever be produced for all media ever. It's fucking awful. It, it has, <laughs> it's it's just the fucking worst. It makes no, it it it's it's so woke. It's so overwhelmingly woke, and it's so badly written. When you go from when you go from J.R.R. Tolkien's writing to, mm-hmm. to dumbasses that are you know just trying to inject woke culture into their movie into their TV show, fucking terrible. But the absolute worst fucking movie that came out last year was Strange World. It's a Disney movie about people going under the earth to uh, to save the world or something. They, oh, you know the, the world's kind of getting destroyed by some kind of environmental thing. That just sounds so bad. I'm so glad you saw those movies and I didn't, because I'd be killing people right now. I, I would seriously now, be stabbing people left and right. This one, this one, Strange World might make you want to fucking kill somebody because it is so shitty. Okay, uh, the movie—it's a kids' movie. It's a movie. Des- it's a movie designed for little kids, right? Mm-hmm. 
And and this is the one too where where, where I, we, the review didn't get to go up to the internet because we had uh, technological difficulties, sure. differences. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I was thinking of uploading it sometime later um, to to my page or even the or even the superfans page. Sure. But um, so in the in the movie in the, within the first like five minutes or so or ten minutes of the movie, you have in this in a movie for children you have. The father telling the son that he should pursue a homosexual relationship with his friend. Jesus! Wow, boy, they didn't they waste put any that time. In a fucking Disney movie. Dude. That's lovely, man. Oh man. Oh, that sounds terrible. You know, the movie is so insanely woke. It, it it does that, and then it has this ridiculous environmental message. The movie is telling is trying to tell kids and trying to tell you know, kids that will eventually grow up to be adults, that is actually our responsibility to live like the Amish in order to save the planet. <laughs> oh, That's thank, the message. Thank God for Disney. Otherwise, we wouldn't know how to live anymore. This movie is my... Oh, this movie is the first official zero out of ten. Wow. Fuck a full zero. I mean, not even a point rating. This is a 0.0. That is, that's legendary zero. right there. Um, I just saw something. There was a, there was a sleeper movie last year, and I, I wanted to mention it. And that is the unbearable weight of massive talent, starring Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan this is of the Nic- one you reviewed, if you're a fan of Nicolas Cage, you will love this movie. I love Nicolas Cage. I think I I love him as an actor. I love him as a human being because he's just so fantastically over the top, and. <laughs> His next movie that comes out is called Renfield, where he plays Dracula. I don't know if you've gotten to see a, a, a trailer for this yet. It looks oh, spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot wait until this. I saw his movie where he plays a gunslinger that was released straight to to pay per view. He, he can't watching Nicolas Cage play a cowboy is something that you need to see once in your lifetime and then never again, <laughs> and then never again. Just put a hard what no on that. Is um, hold on a second. Let me let me let me go to his IMDb page. Uh, it's on pay per view right now, um, and it it's so. It... Nicholas Cage is a cowboy. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Oh, I I, I see. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, there's the picture there. Uh, the old way. It's called the old way, and he he plays a a a, a long time ago. He was a terrible terrible you know rustler on the plains, but he met a woman. And he settled down, and they had a baby, and he opened up a candy shop. Well, lo and behold, some bad shit happens at the old ranch, and now Nicolas Cage is called back into action. <laughs> Nicolas Cage turns into a bad motherfucker again. But, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, anything that Nicolas Cage does now, I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I don't care what it is. I'm going to watch it. Did you, did you watch the one where he has to um... – he has to clean up an old pizzeria, but the but the animatronic it's like an old Chuck E. Cheese, and the and the, the animatronics come to life and try to kill him. No, what's the name of that it's, film? Hold on a oh, second. Oh, uh, I'll have to look it up. I hold, forgot. Wait, something. Hold on a second. It's, now, now wait a second. I got his IMDb. When did this movie come out? Oh, it came out like recently. I think maybe last year, twenty twenty-two. Uh, okay, it's, let's see. It's uh, something like like. Butcher's Crossing. Oh, Willie's Wonderland. 
That's it. Willie's Wonderland, okay. Uh, A quiet drifter is tricked into a janitorial job and now condemned to Willie's Wonderland. The mundane tasks suddenly become an all-out fight for survival. Yep, I think that's a so bad it's good movie. That movie is fucking terrible, but it's awesome to watch. I am going to watch that on Fire Stick this weekend. I'm going to watch that today on Fire Stick. I'm so excited. (laughs) Willie's Wonderland. I mean, how can a movie go wrong with the title Willie's Wonderland? No, and, and that if it if that movie had anybody else besides Nicolas Cage, I would never even mention it. Mm-hmm. But because it has Nicolas Cage in awesome. it, because it's so ridiculous, it, you got to see it. Uh, it's awesome. He doesn't talk in the whole movie. Good God, man! <laughs> he, has, he has an Oscar in his trophy case, and all he makes is absolute shit. Well, the Renfield, I think, is going to be fantastic. I think I have uh. I have some hope for that one. Uh, what else you got before we get to the Academy Awards? Um, let, let's see. Uh, da, 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 I think I hit most of my my things. Uh, oh, um, a couple of movies that I think I think a lot of people skipped out on, but actually are fantastic that you should watch. Um, one is the movie Nope. Uh, it's uh, I, it, I, I originally scored it a seven out of ten. Okay. But upon second and third watchings, that movie is a flat out nine out of ten. It's what, a, it's a banger. It's wait, a good one. What was that about? Because I think I've seen that. Okay, so it's about a it's about a, a family. The the they're ranchers. They raise horses, and then uh, they they think that that there's like aliens hanging around the ranch, and they start putting cameras up to to try to monitor it, try to see what's going on. Okay, I haven't seen that because I, I didn't. I never seen anything like that. But it's good. Nope. It's it's good. It's okay. good. Definitely. It's it's weird. It's weird, and it's kind of like it's it's one of those movies where you, if you might watch it the first time and not get it, but then up the subsequent watches, it's a very very good M Night Shyamalan movie, not directed by M Night Shyamalan. It's a Jordan Peele movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So I just wrote that. Basically, do the best M Night Shyamalan movie that that there's been in a long time. Okay. All right. Well, I'll check that one out. Maybe. I, I got to watch uh, Willie's Wonderland first. What else? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then um, there's the uh, where's where's the, no not that one. Uh, there it is. Barbarian. Barbarian is a fantastic horror movie, and I don't think anybody saw it. I gave it a glowing review last year. And uh, I don't think anybody. Nope, I, I, that movie didn't make no money at the box office. Okay, all right, fair <laughs> enough. I'm glad you liked it, uh, but nobody else did. Nope. <laughs> all right, all right, fair enough. Uh, all right, now it's time for the Academy Awards. Now we're not going to give out every single award here because that's stupid. Because nobody watches for fucking costume design shit like that. Um, uh. Uh, and. Uh, I'll, I'll throw this one at you because you might have seen one of these. Uh, the best animated film, feature film. Uh, oh, I didn't see any of the ones that are on the list. Okay, uh, the, Puss in Boots is the only one I think I saw. Yeah, Puss in Boots is on there. Uh, Gu- Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Puss in Boots, The Last Witch, The oh. Sea Beast, and Turning Red. I think that's about yeah, a, no, a, I, I haven't seen Turning Red. I saw the Disney Pinocchio movie. Yeah, that was the one with Tom Hanks, right? Yeah, I liked it, but I don't think anybody else did. No, it, it got hammered. That The animated feature, I remember this one, Turning Red, 
was about a young girl's journey into womanhood. It and did not deem too well in the animated world, if you know what I mean. No, and I skipped that one. I did not see that. I have no the, idea. The, the, the movie isn't about a young girl getting a period. I was just making that up. That's just a joke. Um, <laughs> it all is, right. That movie actually is supposed to be about periods. Oh, for the love of fuck. Come no, that's, on. You're not, I, you were actually no. correct. I thought you... <laughs> no, turning... Re- oh, wait a second here. Now that I got you on the phone, I got to look this up. Turning no. Red. Uh, set in Toronto, yeah. the film follows Melon May Lee, a 13-year-old Chinese-Canadian girl who turns into a red panda when... Oh, for God's sakes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't think you were joking, though, but you were actually joking with that? No, that's, yeah, that's correct. And the fact that her friend... Oh, for God's sake. She turns into a red panda when she gets her period. That's disgusting. Jesus Christ. That's the Kid, idea. Kids don't need yeah. to see that. Pandas no, are absolutely don't. terrible animals. They'll attack you. They're bears, for God's sakes. It's a bear. <laughs> well, right. As long as it doesn't have any cocaine, I think it's all right. No. no you know what's so funny is he, he, all you got to do is go on YouTube. <laughs> go on YouTube. I, I'm not kidding here. Go on YouTube and check out panda attacks. The, uh, okay. there, there's one. One of my favorites is this old boy in China because they got them all there because they're all from there. Um, mm-hmm. And as you see, it's like Chinese people. I can't tell pandas apart either. But uh, <laughs> that was pretty funny. I got to say, that was pretty good. Uh, um, oh, we're going to hell, Arnie. Uh, we're going straight to hell. Oh, yeah. 16, <laughs> yeah, the 1619 joke's going to send us there quick. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, old boy, the old boy jumped over the fence and he went in to pet a, a, a panda bear. And I'm sitting there just uh. going, oh, dude. And this panda bear, it comes after him, and it gnaws on his calf muscle. I, I mean, it, it full on. I, I could hear it. <laughs> it rotted the shit out of his calf, and then, like, they had to medically take him out. You don't fuck with panda They're a bear. It's got to worry. It's like a koala. A koala bear will rip your face off. It's a bear. Yeah, yeah, they the drop bears in Australia are yeah. off the chain. Uh, all right. Here we go. We'll start with actresses in a supporting role. Our nominees are Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which I did not see. Mm-hmm. Hong Chow from the movie The Whale, a movie I did not see. Carrie Condon. The Banshees of Inshirin, a movie I did not see. Jamie Lee Curtis as the token in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And Stephanie Sue, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yeah. Okay, so with, with these, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, you can just knock her right out because she's white. She's not getting anything. Uh, and I think that's the theme we're going to be seeing with these Oscars right now. Okay. Uh, Angela Bassett, I think, is going to is going to take this one. Mm. Um, she act. Wakanda Forever was a bad movie. Terrible. But the acting in it was was very good. Okay. So great performances in a shit movie. Uh, I think this one goes to Angela Bassett. Okay, hold on. I, I've got to write these down um, because I, I I have a theory here. Um, and, and I'm pretty good about my theories. So you're you're saying Angela Bassett. Yeah. Angela Bassett. Okay. Now, I look at it this way. 
Angel Bassett probably not going to win because the movie sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, Hong Chow and Stephanie Zhu cancel each other out on the whole Asian thing. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis, she's a honky. She ain't going to win. Carrie Condon, if she has any kind of like British or Scottish or English accent, she's the winner, and I'm taking Carrie Condon. Okay. I see Carrie where you're going. I see where you're going Condon. with this. Yeah. Okay. Next, next thing we have, um, an actor in the supporting role. We have Brendan Gleeson, the Banshees of Inchirin. Brian Tyree Henry, Causeway. Judd Hurst, the Fablemans. Barry Cogum, the Banshees of Inchirin. Or Key Ho Kwan, everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay, so in this one, it's it's between two. Okay. It's between either Short Round yep. or Judd Hirsch. Ooh, uh, interesting. It's it's between those two. Judd Hirsch, his performance in The Fablements, it's only, he's only in the movie for a little while, but he fucking knocks this motherfucker out of the park. He's amazing in The Fablements. Um, but uh, Short Round, he's the main star. He's the second main star of that whole movie, so uh, he probably is going to take that one. The everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, um, but uh, Judge, Judge, I'm going to say Judd Hirsch as as my as my dark horse pick. I we I, I I like that pick as a dark horse. I think Brendan Gleeson has a lot more chance of being the dark horse, but I see what you're saying because this is Judd mm-hmm. Hirsch. I couldn't agree with you more that Short Round's going to win because Hollywood loves Short Round right now. I I mean, oh yeah, uh, the, he's, Every, everything he's everywhere, everywhere all at once is. Basically had Hollywood in a fucking tizzy for like six months. Yeah. Uh, and did, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just fucking sleep. Now, did you see it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is uh-huh. it good? It, it is good. It is okay. a good movie. Uh, I, I, the ending, I would have, I wish they would have cut off like 15 minutes off the end of that movie. But mm-hmm. yeah, dude, that's, that's a, that's an easy recommendation. You should, you know, it's. It's very good. It's really cool. Ogre uh, says, it's also fucking wacky and weird, too, so okay. I don't know if that might throw a lot of people off. Ogre says, if Judd Hirsch wins, it'll prove Hollywood is run by Jews. And yes, I said the Jews. I, I think that... <laughs> I, I, look. I'm, I'm going to assume you're joking, pal, but yeah, yeah that would be fucking well, hilarious. They, they are. They, I mean, the Jews and the gays run Hollywood. Nobody can deny that. Um, <laughs> uh, next one up, we have um, actress in a leading role. Best actress. Best mm-hmm. Actress. The nominees are Kate Blanchett for Tear. Anna DeArmas, Blonde. She got nominated for that. That's the Marilyn Monroe thing. That thing sucked. It's the Marilyn Monroe movie. That thing yeah, sucked. That was terrible. I only I, 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 I tried to watch it, and it sucked. Uh, Andrea, no, she's not winning. Andrea Risenborough to Leslie. Michelle mm-hmm. Williams, The Fablemans. Or Michelle Yeoh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, no, none of the other women need to even fucking show up for this one. Michelle Michelle Yeoh is going to win this one. Mich- and fucking down. Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, um, not even fucking close. I, I, I'm going to disagree with you just because I like that. Uh, I'm going to take Kate Blanchett because everybody loves the story of this musical lady, this tar musical lady or whatever her name is. Uh, and, right. And Kate Blanchett scares me. 
because if I didn't vote for her, she'd probably haunt me in my dreams because that's how scary <laughs> she is. Um, all right. Actor in a leading role. We have Austin Butler playing Elvis. Colin Farrell, the Banshees of Inshirin. Brendan Fraser, the Whale. Paul Mescal, After Sun. And Bill Nye, Living. Okay, this is a two-man race here. It's between Austin Butler and Brendan Fraser. Uh, Brendan Fraser, is, is, he kind of just came out of left field with this ridiculously great performance in The Whale. Uh, amazing, um, from what I, I understand. Oh, yeah. Keep going. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, sorry. I thought you were asking me a question. No, no. I um, said it just a, a, he had a great performance. Great performance. Great performance. He wears the fat suit. He sells it. And I don't know if that's if I would credit him 100% with the performance or the makeup people. Because if, if the makeup people didn't do as good a job as they did, where you don't even see the fat suit, mm-hmm. I don't know if this movie would have worked as well. That's why I'm going to give my pick to Austin Butler, uh, because he fucking becomes Elvis. He does. He uh, becomes Elvis, and you believe it 100% that you're watching Elvis on fucking screen, and that's what the Best Actor Award should go to. Um, I've said this for a long, long time uh, when it comes to the Academy Awards. I agree with you on this is a two-horse race. Um, uh, Colin Farrell was in the race for a little while, but he's kind of fallen out. Um, I'm a huge Elvis fan. My T-shirt today was Rodney Dangerfield meeting Elvis. I love Elvis. And I'm very, I'm very protective of Elvis. And I was very leery of this movie. And if you go back and you look at movies, Austin Butler sang a lot of the songs in this movie. And when you sing the songs and you do well singing the songs, you seem to win the Academy Award. Look at, uh-huh. look at Jamie Foxx, portrayal of Ray. Mm-hmm. Did a great yep. job. Now, Joaquin Phoenix did not win the Academy Award because he did not sound like Johnny Cash whatsoever. Reese Witherspoon did a great job singing. So my Academy Award goes to... Oh, yeah. King's winning. King's bringing it oh, home, yeah. baby. King is bringing yeah, I- it home. Yep. Throw that, throw that Oscar right up on the shelf with all the other Grammys and gold records. Yep. All right. Now, here we go. Best picture. This one's going to be a tough one. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, all Quiet on the Western Front. Garbage. Avatar. The Way of Water. Uh, expensive garbage. Okay. The Banshees of Inshirin. Eh, it's okay. Elvis. Fan-fucking-tastic. We, we praise that movie all fucking day if you want. Yep. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It's it's good. It's really good. And every any other year, this one wouldn't be as well talked about. But in a kind of like a dry year for, for Oscar bait, this one is kind of the, the one that wouldn't normally win, but I think it has a really good chance this year. Okay. Uh, the Fablements. It's a good movie. I didn't like it because it seems too pretentious on on Steven Spielberg to basically make a movie about himself. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Tar with Kate Blanchett. Once again, I'm not going to say anything bad because I fear that she will rule my nightmares. 
I will. This movie's boring. Uh, it's kind of a waste of time. Well, you better click your heels together and say Beetlejuice three times. I'm doing the sign of the cross right now, Okay. Uh, Top Gun, colon Maverick. This is the movie that probably should win the Oscar because it's fucking awesome, uh, but it's not going to. I agree. It should win the Oscar because it saved Hollywood. That movie saved Hollywood this year. Uh, Mm -hmm. Triangle of Sadness. Yeah, this is a movie... uh, you you only need to watch the first half of it. Once they end up on the island, just shut it off. Okay. But it's a trippy fucking movie if you just if you only watch the first little bit of it. Okay. Just don't watch the ending because it's it's way too long. The movie ends like probably like forty five minutes in, and then the the ending, the third act, goes for like an hour and twenty minutes. Good it's, lord. So, and yeah. the, the but it's it's pretty fucking trippy and cool. Women talking. This is the one I didn't see. I have zero. Information on this one for you, buddy. All right, and your pick to win a best picture will be, and, and and something plays in here. Notice how the movie The Whale, which was so well talked about, did not get nominated for best picture. Hmm. That's true. I, could, I did find that kind of odd. Usually, could, best actor and best picture. Yeah. Kind of go could together. that hurt Brendan Fraser's chance? And 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 I like Brendan Fraser. I, if he wins, I think that's fantastic. I'd still rather see Austin Butler. What is your pick for best picture? Um, it's, it's, this is a hard one. This is like a three, I, I say it's about a three movie race. Fableman's isn't going to win it. Um, Avatar, I don't know who the fuck thought to put that on there. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front is shit. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go with everything everywhere all at once. It, it's not too often where you have a movie that just keeps coming up in the Hollywood circles. The movie would, you know, it came out. Everybody gushed over it, and then, like, a second wave of people went to go watch it, and then a third wave of people went to go watch it. Eventually, it just, you know, so it just kept coming back, and that's the movie I think that's going to win. Let me ask you a critical question here, and this is my cynical self. Um, yep. Do people go see this because of all the quote-unquote anti-Asian sentiment that's out there? Is that why this is getting a lot of love, is to kind of make good on that whole thing? Or is this just a good I movie? Think, no, you know, I think you're definitely on to something there. Um, they, you know, they, I, yeah, you know what, there's, there's definitely a component to that. They want to like, hey, we don't, we don't hate Asians. We, look, we all went to go see the Chinese lady movie. Uh, this movie is pretty good. Uh, but it's, uh, the thing I think that, that is feeling this movie is is just it's a it was that word of mouth movie okay. of the year. All right. Nobody went to go see very few people saw it the first round it when it was originally out, but then word of mouth came and then word of mouth hit again. Um Battleborn just said just saw this Nicolas Cage is taking on a role he was destined to play. And no strangely it's not about uh talking about the role as Nick Cage as last year's unbearable way to master talent or even Dracula, which is coming soon. According to Deadline, the uh, oftentimes bizarre and creepy actor is playing a serial killer in the upcoming horror thriller film Long Legs. Nicolas Cage is a serial killer? Yes, sign me up right away. Yeah. Le- yes, yes, please. <laughs> All right. Now, like, I'm, I'm, I'm eating up my popcorn already. I know. I, I'm awesome. tingling over that. Now, now, Christopher, I promised you a story. I had a story yeah. for you, and, and a lot of people uh, – a few weeks ago, we brought back the um, celebrity death match, and you sent me a bunch of great ideas for pet peeves. Mm-hmm. A 
and there was one on your list, and I could tell that it was maybe kind of a personal pet peeve for you. And I found this story, and I thought of you immediately. One of the, okay. your, your pet peeves is when Wheel of Fortune contestants get the words wrong when the, the whole puzzle's laid out to them. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm trying to remember back. <laughs> well, you talked about the, the, the South Park where Randy uh, put, uh, uh, instead of oh, saying yes. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yes. Okay, yes. I remember now. Yep. So um, last week on the famed game show, Wheel of Fortune, a woman named Mickey uh-huh. was three letters away from not only winning the million-dollar wedge, uh-huh. but also a trip to Croatia. Now, okay. the puzzle, uh, it's a one, two, three, four, five, six-word puzzle. The first one is a roaring fire in the fire, and then we have a blank, blank, A, blank, E. A roaring fire in the... No. After no, no. No, she, Arnie, no. She spun the wheel. She spun the wheel. And then asked for the letter S. Oh. The audience was heard groaning in the background over her letter choice. Um, needless to say that... The next person solved it pretty much immediately because it was a roaring fire in the fireplace. Yeah. I'm, okay. Wait. I'm trying now. I'm because I'm not. I'm not the best speller in the world. Help me out. Well, I, I think I know what she was trying to spell. But what was she trying to spell? I don't know what the fuck she was trying to spell. I mean, it's fireplace. P L A C E place. I don't know. No. Did, oh my god. I mean, I mean, did she think that that was an S-E? Fireplace? That's what it was. She was trying to, she was trying to, she thought that it had a C, that it had an S in it. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. She thought place was spelled with an S. And she lost a million dollars, and what the story also focuses on, and a trip to Croatia. Who the fuck cares about yeah, a trip that, to Croatia? That was like, uh, that's, is that really a good prize? Yeah, I mean, I, wow, thanks for sending me to a third world country there, Wheel. I'll just take the million dollars. Yeah, it's like, it's like you know, going, it's, it's like when, when Price is Right used to send people to New Jersey a lot, you know? Remember that one? Oh, the Price is Right. You know what's so great about the Price is Right is that if you watched it for like two weeks straight, you could guess what the showcase showdown was going to be. Because usually the first one, the first one always sucked dick. The first one was always mm-hmm. terrible, and it always included some kind of bathroom set with beach towels. It always had mm-hmm. the weird bathroom set, and it was somewhere around seventy eight hundred dollars. And then the next one, it's like we have gold bars and seventy four virgins for you in this one. <laughs> <laughs> And they give them. Basically, the, how they do it. No. You always hold out for the second case. Well, and, and always. The, yeah, the guy's like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and wait. I don't think I need any more beach towels. Thanks, so. I mean, oh, it was so <laughs> fantastic. Um, all right, Christopher. Hey, have a great weekend. Are you going to see any movies this weekend? Yeah, I think I actually got a few on the on the docket this this weekend. So I, uh, I'll see which ones I do. All right. Well, stay away from Killer Joe. Do not see that movie. 
<laughs> okay. All right, pal. All right, pal. Have <laughs> a great weekend, buddy. See ya. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Christopher, our, our, our resident movie guru. Uh, Croatia is where Europeans go for vacation. It's fucking beautiful. Okay, all right. Uh, at least you try the uh, Mariska Cherry Liquor. Fantastic stuff. I love when people talk about the anti-Asian stuff because I look Mexican, so I don't have to worry about it. Oh, man. All right. Uh, that is going to do it for us today. I have written down our uh, Academy Award picks. I will try to watch as much as that of that terrible fucking broadcast as I can. I'm probably make it like a minute into it. So um, until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there and it's the weekend and maybe you're going to go out and get your party on. And I got to say, go out and enjoy it. Get that party on. Get that party started. But if you're driving, get yourself an Uber, get yourself a Lyft, get a ride home, get a cab. I don't care. I want you back on Monday. So until then... Have a fantastic weekend, and adios, everybody. It started way back in third grade. I used to sit beside him in Hayes. A pink dress, a matching bow, and her ponytail. She kissed me on the school. Bus, but told me not to tell Next day I chased around the playground Crossed the monkey bars to the merry-go-round And Emmy Lou got caught passing me a note Before the teacher took it I read what she wrote Do you love me? Do you want to be my friend? And if you do Well then Stars in our eyes Ain't much changed I still chase Timmy Lou Up and down the hall Around the bed in our room Last night I took her out In a white limousine Twenty years together She still gets to me Can't believe it's been that long ago When we got started With just a little note Do you love me?
got to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.